0: All right people it's uh it's it's I'm not gonna lie to you. I had a big barbecue yesterday um Kevin Rogue is joining us on third Mike Kevin of course here is always Kevin uh, uh Mr. Rogue, I think I will call you Rogue and I will refer to him as Kevin.
1: works for me. I prefer a handsome Kevin, but if you can call me rogue, that's all right.
2: <laughs> You right. can't lie to the people
1: well we have some
0: uh, <laughs> so I'm a little sluggish today uh kev Mr Rogue, Jesus, this is gonna be a rough one uh, I do. <laughs> I'm a little more on top of setting up uh, uh, third mics. I, I, I was slacking today. I'm not going to lie. It's okay. Uh, I may have been napping when you were texting me about uh, what time to jump in. Napping? Oh, dude, dude, it was, we went
2: hard
1: yesterday.
0: It was a long barbecue yesterday.
1: But you have Monday to nap, huh? That's got to be nice.
0: But my, Monday's typically my only day off of the week. But I
1: Oh, it. I understand. I understand. Yeah, I know. I was in the office today also napping, so it worked out. (laughs) So so I'm a little sluggish,
0: not going to lie. But uh, I got you, uh, Kevin, and you, handsome Kevin. uh, There it is. To uh, steer the ship. We got Izzy James tonight. Uh, No Tony. He's on vacation uh, in Wildwood. I think we um, didn't mention that last week. So go find him.
1: In Wildwood. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: punch
1: him in his dick. That's right. Whoa, that's Wood Wild.
2: Yeah, <laughs> his Wildwood. There it is.
0: <laughs> so we got a humdinger of a show lined up for you. We got Izzy James at 7, Kevin Rogue on 3rd mic from the year of pod. Uh, we got myself, we got Shining Wizards Kevin. Top 5 list tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Ton, tons of wrestling talk and talk about wrestling, and it's all coming at you next. Episode 598. We're well on our way. We're two weeks away from Fucking episode six hundred. Yeah. Tony's stupid roast. Oh, it's gonna be
2: great. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna if, be great. Uh, It'll be great. If
0: you're Freaking like, great. If you want to see the closest thing to a live abortion, then tune in. But, <laughs> oh man! it's, it's take it, good he, money for that. Look, I've been bragging on him <laughs> since he decided this. Like,
2: I don't know first of all who who decide, who decides to throw their own roast he's not is he Michael Scott from the office like, he might as
1: well be I don't see what the problem is guys I really I think it's, it's going to be a great episode
2: Matt we're not make, we, we don't have to roast him right it's just a that, every that, week that, yeah, exactly every show is a is a we hate Tony podcast
1: but how could you guys not take part
2: I don't think I could oh, do it oh no. oh you could do it it's, it's going to be I mean I can do it I don't know if I could do it I think we're I think we're
1: saying the same thing. I'm not sure though.
2: No, I mean I have the ability to do it, but I don't think I could or would want to do it. Oh, okay. Fine. I don't know what it's like. The joke listen, I'm a I'm a comedian, man. Sometimes the jokes don't land.
0: Yeah, well, anyone that knows that has listened to this podcast. <laughs> oh no, and... oh I'm go
2: no, never, never a womp womp. Never, never, not uh, once. That's
1: a farce. But uh, you're not in front of a live audience, man. You'll be just fine.
2: In front of the Shining Wizard's universe,
1: right? But they're not. They're not live in front of you. Just throw a. Just throw a little laughter after each each line. A laugh it'll, track. It'll hit, yeah. a
2: laugh track after each.
1: Yep. <laughs> See, I'll help you. We can write together. It'd be fine. Please do
0: do so. Everybody, I'll give you the. I'll give you both the lists of all the people we have signed up and. Then you could help a lot of people. Are like, yeah, I'll do it, but I don't have a lot of jokes.
2: And I'm like, well, we could probably right. tease some up for them, probably. Yeah. That's uh, good well, you know
0: what? It. Tune in in two weeks because right. it's going to
2: be something. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of this from me. The... <laughs> for those not for those listening in podcast world. Matt just literally punched the microphone away from his face <laughs> in disgust. There'll be there'll do a lot of that.
1: I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be fun.
0: Maybe you could sit down on third mic for me that night. (laughs) No, shotgun. (laughs) If
2: anyone's missing the show, it's me.
0: Tony's like, uh, I could change it if you want. I'm like, dude, it's too late. It's done. Things are in motion. How how are you going to change it this close? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. All right. Well, we're this close to the intro, so let's fucking I'm going to hit the button. Let go. We're going to do this. I got to tee all this up now because I'm <laughs> Uh, no, I don't want to don't want to install new Farago. All right. All this and more next. Episode 598 of The Shining Wizards. Kevin Rogue on third. Mike is your guest. Kevin with a top five. It's all coming at you live. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on Ranty and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show.
3: Well, well, it is
4: I, the quintessential stud muffin. Joel, my penis has an elbow. When I'm in, it hits her colon, inner, spleen, and gizzards. When I bust, it's like
2: a blizzard, and I roll with shining wizards. Gertner, keep listening, and have yourself an
4: eargasm.
0: Get ready to suck it! Welcome, everybody! episode 598 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Club. Jesus
4: Christ.
1: You almost got it.
0: I'm done. I'm out.
1: Episode 598 of the Shining Wizards Podcast. Of course, it is
2: wrestling talk. And talk about the wrestling. Matt. I guess I gotta do this. Before i I gotta do it second
0: Um, yeah we didn't we did
2: i didn't prep him for this k j g and joining us on third third mic tonight uh in replace of shining wizards tony is the very well respected very talented very good at what he does man mr kevin rogue you're a pod is here with us joining us what's up
1: kev (laughs) Hey, thank you very much. That was a very glowing endorsement. I know I might, I might not be shining, Tony, but could I be like polished, Kevin? Maybe. No, 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 no,
2: no. You
0: can now because you do. like polish a turd.
1: Uh, there's many things you can polish out there. It could be rusty, Tony. Whoa! I don't think we want to take uh, go down that rusty aisle, do we, Kevin?
2: Oh God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. No. Where's
1: your trombone this week?
2: It's it's over there. Gotcha.
1: Oh rusty trombone. I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that gimmick too. We didn't that didn't stick either. You should be happy that didn't stick. <laughs> oh, was great. Now I'm gonna bring it back after the commercial. So if
1: it sticks, you might want to wash it.
2: <laughs> uh, how, yeah, that would be terrible. How
0: are you fellows doing this fine Monday evening?
2: Fantastic, Matt. man. Oh, it's Hurt- hurting. Heavens. hurting. Hurt- hurting.
0: What's wrong, why, baby Matt? boy?
2: It's your fault, Matt. It's Matt's fault. What what did he do to you? You know, we had a great little party at his house, and oh, and I, I drank a lot of beer. I
1: thought you were gonna say rough t- trombone. No,
2: no, 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 no. no. no trombones. <laughs> there was no trombones at the party. I would have brought it though if he asked.
1: That's kind of you.
2: <laughs> I was
0: just happy that you showed up, Kev. You showed yeah. up. You had
2: you had some food. You had some drinks. You had some good times. That was all I was looking for. That's it. Good time, man. Sunday. See, a Sunday event at the at the Bowman Residence is awesome when it doesn't start at eight o'clock. Like if it's like a four o'clock or a two o'clock, boom, in in there like swimwear. But Matt usually says backyard hang eight p.m. on a Sunday.
1: Eight p.m. You wild man.
2: Well, because he like we talked about before, we went on the air. Matt does not work on Monday. Monday is his mm, only yeah. day off. So sure. Sunday is the day that he extends the invites to all of his friends to come chill by the fire pit. Dude, a, a great setup back there, man! Absolutely great setup. So, kudos to Matt on a great party. A lot of a lot of friends of the of the show were there. A lot of friends of ours in personal life were there. It was really cool.
1: Man, that sounds fantastic. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't live stream it. I could have been part. Uh,
2: that,
0: I feel like that would a lot, <laughs> a lot of you know, that would have been a, a lot of sangria was flowing. So nice.
2: Yeah, Matt. Also, by the by the liner, by the way, the Joel Gertner liner. Creepy. But uh, got a little follow ski from the Gert man oh, over nice. the weekend. Nice. Yeah. Did a little, I did a uh, like of his, uh, one of his tweets. And then next thing you know, Boomski, follow. So that was pretty cool. Like the stars have aligned, man. It's like, it's, it's like Kismet.
1: <laughs> yep, just like Kismet. That's it.
2: Or Hazmat. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. Kismet I pro- or Hazmat. I'd probably go Hazmat. Yeah, probably with Joel. Yeah, probably. Hazmat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, The Mott Spock wants to know, any of the 200 buns left over? Yes, we are down to 96.
2: So, all right, so you got 300, no, No, 200 200. buns. Well, I'm assuming you got 200 burgers and dogs then. Uh,
0: 100 burgers, 100 dogs.
2: Correct, yeah. And so you're down to 96? Yes. So how long do you think that'll last you guys?
0: Well, we put a bunch of the buns in the freezer that we didn't open.
2: Smart moves, right? uh, And we will be eating uh, hamburgers and hot dogs for the next week. Oof. Better hit that. Do you have a Peloton? No, Do I look like I have a fucking Peloton? I don't know. Come on, you would go to the gym
1: every now and then. <laughs> Matt is—he's the quintessential before picture. You're asking me if he's got a fucking Peloton?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Like to, like Matt's the before, Tony's the after. No change, no progress. <laughs>
4: There's no
0: there's no peloton at at the house now. Look, there was a shit ton of food too. So, you know, the, all the potato salad was gone. My wife made like she took the two frozen turkeys that have been in the freezer for like a year that you get when like I don't know about in Minnesota, uh handsome Kevin, but here, uh before the holidays, if you spend x amount of dollars at right, they give you a free turkey.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we I did mean, that,
0: and I got a free turkey. And then my father was like, I'm not going to cook this turkey. So it was in the freezer for a year. My wife deboned the whole thing. Uh, she took the, the legs. So a couple people had full drumsticks. And I didn't see she, that. Yeah, that was earlier, Kevin. That was like, yeah. that was earlier. And then she tore all the meat up. And she put it in a slow cooker with some uh, JR's barbecue sauce. And there was pulled pork or pulled turkey. Oh, that was turkey? That was the turkey? I saw the pulled
2: pork. I didn't realize it was turkey. No, it was
0: turkey. So a couple of the buns went to that, too. There's pasta salad. There's potato salad. There was, she made turkey salad. There was fucking cowboy caviar, which is like beans and corn and rotelli tomatoes. We had regular corn. We completely forgot to cut up the watermelon. So I have a watermelon
2: downstairs. Kevin, when I tell you that they had the best Pepsi, Frito Pepsi smorgasbord of potato chip bags, okay. Mama Mia, Pringles, <laughs> Fritos, Doritos, Lay's, everything. It sun, was, sun chips? Do you get some sun chips out I, there? French onion sun chips are the greatest chip in the world.
0: There were sun There were Sun chips in
2: there. I did I not notice worry. the sun chips. I'm kind of upset yeah, about so
0: we So de- I decided – no, I'm, I'm sorry. My wife decided. She's – For those not familiar with me, if you're just tuning in, you're tuning in because Kevin Rogue is here. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, Most of the Shining Wizards community knows Kevin Rogue at year of pod at JJ Rogue means on the Twitter machine. My wife is the brains of the operation. I will never, ever. My wife was the grill master last night. I know my fucking role. I stay in my lane. People are like, is your wife going to cook all night? I'm like, yeah, that's where she wants to be. She wants to be at the grill.
1: Now let me ask you this. So I, we've talked about this before. I I was in the food service industry for about 10 years, give or take a little bit. Right. Uh you know, working as a as a chef for a long time. I don't touch a grill, man. I I don't even know how to turn ours on. My wife is the is the grill master through and through. So is that same kind of thing like you you work in food, you come home, you're like, "Ah, I'm not I'm not fucking with the grill or."
0: No, my wife also works in the food industry. Okay. Uh but no, she's just That's where she wants to be. Gotcha. She she likes cooking for everybody. She likes making sure everybody eats. She's very personable at the grill. So, like, that was her baby. What do you mean personable at the grill? You know, she's fucking making, she's making (laughs) (laughs) burgers, talking to people. (laughs) She's finger gunning people. Try try some of this. He's the brains of the operations. She said, instead of getting, like, big bags of chips right, where you just leave them out and they get fucking stale and then you throw them out, just get, we're going to buy a bunch of variety packs, we're going to put them in a big fucking plastic toter and just grab your snacks, man.
1: Wait, 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 those those small bags, those little mini?
2: Yeah, there was a million of them, so you, like, everyone there could have been fed on chips for, for the whole night. Gotcha. If there was only the chips there, we all could have eaten like kings.
1: Man, I, I don't know many kings that are just feasting on chips, but I trust oh. you. Well, uh, the royal oh, ones
2: uh,
0: do. Look, people, people, and, and there's a
2: shitload of stuff like, like snacks. We have tons
1: of snacks. He
2: had a baby pool filled with ice, and that's it was where the just, went. That's where we just dumped all of our booze that we
1: brought. Nice, nice. Now, do you, so? You said sangria, but do you make like a a special drink for these these gatherings that you have? Is there like a is there is there oh. a shining wizards beverage that you guys serve?
2: No, but there was Matt. I'll let you follow up on this, but there was definitely a pink-ish beverage that was very dangerous to certain So,
0: people. So I do the Sunday night gatherings, but they're very, they're very small. We've been in the house for about three years now, and we've never had a party to this magnitude. We've had people over. We've hosted holidays, but we've never had the opportunity, because we both work in the food industry, to have this many people over for a barbecue. So this was like the real big homecoming type of deal got it so uh uh, housewarming not homecoming an asshole um (laughs) i heard what you meant so my wife i I enjoy a good sangria so my wife decided she was going to make sangria now there is no particular special drink uh it was we're making sangria if you don't want to drink sangria bring what you're drinking but if you do want to bring sangria just show up be ready to go and then one of her friends made Some crazy lemonade, like pink. It was like cotton candy, pink lemonade. It was like pink starburst vodka. It was fucking delicious and dangerous. It was dangerous.
1: I like those type of drinks, man. Those ones that you you just drink them and then all of a sudden you don't know why you you woke up three states over.
0: Yes. Well, that was (laughs) the problem with the sangria. When we made the sangria Thursday night, it was, you know, two boxes of wine, a full bottle of triple sack two things of Tropical Fruit Punch, and then it was like, ah, this tastes too much like Fruit Punch. Add more wine. Add more wine. Now it tastes too much like wine. Uh, add a touch more of uh, Fruit Punch. I was like, oh, this tastes like a Fruit Punch drink now. And then yesterday, I was like, this is going to be dangerous. So I was like, this is a marathon. Right. Was it Franzia? <laughs> uh, the, first, the two boxes of wine were yes. Yes. Then we dipped into the, we
2: had Cabernet. for Did some you ever time. hear of the Tour de Franzia? It sounds horrifying yeah it's a drinking game where like teams of two have to drink the whole box of wine and whoever drinks the whole box of wine first wins Ugh. so th- that's why they call it like the tour de france like the tour de francia
1: <laughs> is that one of those like games that when you're a young drinker you play like boone's farm races like the same kind of concept where i've like, never yeah. heard of boone farm races but i'm intrigued oh that's that's you get like five or six people against five or six people everybody's got a bottle of Boone's farm and it's just right down the road as soon as one person's done drinking the next one can start you go right down like, the road like a waterfall type deal per, yeah pretty much yeah. yeah
2: when I first started drinking uh Boone's farm was my my go to
1: boone's farm was your go- to because I
2: didn't know any better like i just wanted something that tasted good i had, i had no no palate for 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 any sort of out any drink so I'm like get me something that's that'll taste good and is not super strong and they would always come back with Boomswine. I'm like, all right, this works. Wow. And then, then vodka and Mountain Dew
1: happened. That's when the palate became refined, yeah, was vodka was, and Mountain yeah. Dew? Yep. <laughs> off and, and, and Mountain Dew. Or no, Pop-Off. He's a kid just mixing Zima with Kool-Aid. Yeah. Getting fucked all,
2: up! <laughs> Dude, my hand, I don't know how is it an excruciating pain right now?
1: What did you like, do? To my it? right
2: hand is like on fire.
1: I'm gonna leave Dude, that one alone.
2: Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it hurts. It hurts bad. But we'll power through, baby. Fucking Does warrior. warrior. <laughs> all uh, fingers, uh, my entire hand. Uh, like I understand.
0: Thing. Uh handsome Kevin. Uh yes, you're sir. Your weekend was full of uh, full of some bumps and bruises as well. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. We had uh, had two shows this weekend. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We were in uh, Turtle Lake on Saturday and in Kimball, Minnesota on Sunday. Uh, great shows, man. Really decent turnout. Had a lot of fun. But that that motherfucker, Petey Brown, he got one in on me. So he'll get he'll get, uh, he'll, get he'll get he'll get his.
0: Was he redeeming himself for his uh his uh stellar? performance like can you beat that
1: you know i, I i'm guessing he tr- he's trying but uh it, it was all right because that happened saturday and and sunday i went ahead and i kicked him square in the dick
4: all right i dig <laughs> that
1: yeah, yeah when you got the when you got a guy like stonehenge behind you you got kyle pro nick the natural nelson yeah we all went uh we went ahead and we sometimes you got to take out the trash and i think we know Petey brown's trash
0: that's right yeah all right that's
1: bold. Yeah. I like I'm gonna start family. calling him I'm I'm gonna start calling him Patty Brown, I think. Balls deep Patty Brown instead of downtown Petey Brown. Oh all right. Balls deep. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. Sorry. I'm uh trying to do something here. There we go. There it is. Don't don't mind me, fellas. I feel like my oh volume... oh there we go. That sounds much better in my headphones. All right. Did that move over? Sorry. You did uh Thank you. <laughs> Let me just
1: close this.
2: Do it. Close it all, man.
1: Doing it on the fly. Baby. One by one. One by close one. It up. Close up shot. Last call. <laughs> Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Come okay. Come that worked. We
0: just had this here. We go over here. So um you guys had good weekends then, I guess.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Man. Um,
0: all right. That's good.
1: And I was
2: already, like, behind the eight balls. I had a, a birthday party the night before your barbecue. So I was I was already, like,
1: oof. How do you do it, man? I, 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 I drink, like, five, six beers at this point in my life. One night, I wake up the following morning. My day is toast. I just get just the worst hangovers. When I was younger, you, you rebound, get back at it, man. But as I get older, there's, no, like, no way. Next morning, I wake up. I'm fucking miserable. Well, that's
2: probably why I'll die by 45. So good. <laughs> So we're good.
1: Well, I mean, enjoy the latter years at least.
2: Yeah, not <laughs> that 42 to 44 range. Yeah, <laughs>
1: enjoy those, right? <laughs> Retire at 42, man. Just I'd take it smooth. I'm in, man. I'm in for that plan. Nah, but
2: it was yeah, great weekend. Good stuff. Was able to watch a little wrestling. I had a uh, had a uh, rampage on at the uh at the Pubski on Friday. They they always have wrestling on for me at, at some point. Um because they know they know better.
1: They just know. They just
2: know. They know Kevin. It's Friday. Kevin doesn't go out all week. Friday night. He's coming in. We gotta have uh you gotta have wrestling on the TV for him. So, oh, watch a little good. bit of wrestling, watch a little impact, watched um Matt. What did you did you watch? I know you were ver- super, super busy.
0: Yes, I was busy.
2: Uh oh, what happened? Uh oh, Matt's uh fan the fan stopped circulating. He's so. glitching. While Matt's frozen. The fan ain't moving.
1: <laughs> I can, I can hear you. Can hear <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. shining. Wait.
1: How many <laughs> fingers?
2: <laughs> uh, fan. Matt.
0: Oh. Is it any okay? better? I- I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
2: Ah, you still you're still struggling a little bit. Ah, you son of a bitch.
0: Yeah, no, you get, your, you're back. You get back. your internet from Aldi? Yes, I am actually. <laughs> no, I have to deal with the bullshit of the committee, and I'm trying to get this stupid fucking video.
2: Oh, we got a new challenger? Apparently. I
0: gotta see if I can fucking upload this dog shit. <laughs>
1: I love that all anybody has to do is mention the committee, and Matt goes from here just straight He's through the roof,
2: off the handle. Yeah. Insane. Look, but, I... but you see, here's what I don't understand: you're gonna you're gonna turn down any invitation from the committee to challenge, but yet you're still piling on them like they're, you know, you know, a, a dead to you. But like, yeah. why if wouldn't? If there's any resolution to this, you should accept the committee's challenge if it is proposed to you to challenge for the Can You Beat That championship.
0: No, I, it's a – the committee is a farce, Kevin. There was <laughs> – up until like 10 weeks ago, nothing of this sort existed. And then one day it was like, okay, let's play Can You Beat That. And Tony's like, the committee. The committee. <laughs> There was no, there's no. I'll break down. Yeah, we were, you. we
2: were the committee.
0: There was no text message. There was like, oh, I'm gonna do a gimmick. He just decides to fucking spitball. Now I got this stupid committee with these stupid fucking videos. This bullshit. Tony's, Kevin's driving to Tony's house. Then he's getting NWO questions, softballs. There's a lot of shenanigans. You wouldn't have gotten
2: those questions. A lot of shenanigans. That's all I'm saying. You wouldn't have gotten that NWO question. I would have got that NWO question. You, you would remember. You pa- would remember little... that Booker T was in the NWO.
0: Yes. I'm a little that, perturbed uh, that our guest is
1: late. That uh, yeah, that NWO question, man. I was I was locked and loaded on that one. I was pretty I was pretty ecstatic about that. I was like, "Yep, would have answered that question for fucking sure." And you would have got the Monday Night Raw debut question, Matt.
2: What? Sorry, I'm dealing. <laughs> <laughs> You would have gotten every single match from the first ever Monday Night Raw. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe doesn't. Maybe doesn't matter in my book. Would you have gotten it, or would you not have? I don't know, Kevin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me fucking figure this stupid shit out.
2: This fucking video. This bullshit. Tony, fucking leaving Matt High and Dry over here.
1: Bullshit. In the movies. That Christian Rocco was very impressive that last time out though. That that fucking blew me away.
2: I I'm not a hundred I, I know Christian's very smart when it comes mm-hmm. to wrestling history. He oh. watches it all the time. Yeah. But I'm not a hundred percent positive that every win that he's had is on the up and up. Oh really? really? Yeah. And I love Christian to death. He's been a fan of ours and a friend of ours for a since he was before you could even drive. But I'm not a hundred percent positive that wow, what makes you say that. Just the way that he, he finally pulls out his answers, like, like, and he, like, one time he said, like, I knew, like, there was one instance where, like, I, I knew these three, like, I knew these two were definitely answers, but then the one of them wasn't until, like, the fifth guess. Yeah. So, like, if you really knew that these were the ones, why wouldn't it be your, like, first or second or third guess? It was his fifth guess.
1: You know, I, I when when you said that in that episode after he left, I was like, you know, usually I know you just like talking shit about people after they leave. But in that instance, I was like, you know what? Kev- Kevin might be onto to something. We might have to call Nancy Drew on this one.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, it could be a coincidence. It probably is. And I have nothing but love for, for Christian. But, like, if, if this was the one that you said, I mean, he could have even just misspoke at the end of the thing. Like, but if this was the one that you were super confident in, only one of the two or three, why was it your fifth or sixth
1: guess? You know what you do? You you'd make you make him compete with a mirror behind him because uh, that way like, you don't see. You know if you if you think somebody's in there, maybe somebody's feeding him, maybe somebody's sending a message, maybe I feel like he's got like some
2: weird like TV, like like the Apple TV with like, and he's like looking, he's always looking up at something. So I'm thinking like he's thinking, like he's. I'm thinking he's fishing. I'm thinking he's fishing. <laughs>
0: So you 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 think the champ is
2: cheating? I don't have enough concrete have evidence to, to, to make that, that accusation. That accusation.
1: And I have a I have a an echo. I have an echo. Monster echo. Monster echo.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that me? Is it me? Is it me? I don't know. You echo, echo. You echo. Yeah. And
1: echo, and like echo, echo. echo. And I echo. I, like echo. Echo. I, echo. I echo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Great.
0: Great. Just, this is just... great.
2: <laughs> Mott's box. One can only One dream. Can only dream. KJG, KJG and Christian, and Christian rematch. rematch.
1: Boom.
0: Uh, maybe the committee will make it happen.
1: What, what about oh, me there, Spock. Spock. You Yeah, know, uh, I
3: thought
1: we, we, we thought had, we had thought a we connection. This son of a bitch is leaving me, me out. Leave me leave out.
0: Me out. I'm going to fucking freak out In about two fucking seconds so Why don't why, 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 why we just why do you the committee committee
2: thing? Committee? No
0: you know what These two fucking assholes Had all week to fucking do this And they wait till the last fucking minute This shit
2: pisses so why we just why the we just, fuck off Why don't we just effing just, 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 just bail bail? Fucking
0: bullshit Where's this fucking dumb video I'm just going to fucking play it I don't <laughs> care if you can't see it You just hear the fucking audio This stupid shit yeah, let's do, do it now, so now, now. Where is this fucking stupid thing? Let me know if you can hear. the job. Did the committee ever show up to your
2: place yesterday? What's up? No. Did the co- Can you hear? No. I don't okay, hear nothing. anything. The echo's gone. Yeah.
3: That's good.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> so mad, and I don't blame him. It's, it's it's almost like a roller coaster of anger. Just keep, keeps on going up and up he's, and up. Dude, he's, you never know.
2: You never know. I'm fucking murder
1: somebody. This. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes you know. But he says something like that. I'm driving to fucking wildwood right. The fuck now. <laughs> yeah.
0: let me know if you can. Let me know if you can hear this now. We interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast with a message from the international representative of
2: the Can You Beat That Championship Committee. The committee has been laboring over the next challenger, taking many things into consideration. And after a very narrow vote between the members, they have decided to grant a rematch. That's correct. We will be getting a Can You Beat That rematch with the next set of questions. This particular challenger has held the title many, many weeks.
0: Has proven superior knowledge of wrestling on a weekly
2: basis. And it is Kate the Great Hensler. All
4: right.
0: Well, did you guys hear that bullshit? I, what? Well, all right. So, what would make you happy then? What do you mean, what would make me happy? That I don't have to fucking deal with this shit right now. The fucking guest is late. I got Tony sending me a fucking video at 7.05.
2: Oh, I thought you meant I thought you were just specifically talking oh, about great. the challenger.
0: Hey, Christian Rocco's gonna mop the fucking floor with Kate. How do you like them apples?
1: There you go. Kate the late. I thought he was just stressed out from carrying that extra tea.
0: All right. You happy? You happy? <laughs> Committee? Fucking asshole sending me a fucking video, <laughs> 705. You know I'm live. Where's Izzy James? Did Khan get him with the fucking bull rope already? What is going on here?
2: Oh, it's a clusterfuck. I love it. I
0: love I it. not in the mood for this today. I'm full of sangria. I That's took right. like three monster shits today. from all the hamburgers and hot dogs and turkey I was eating yesterday. <laughs> hot dogs today. I had to buy a new fucking washer and dryer today. Aww. I am not ready for this. <laughs>
2: that's, that's the killer. The washer dryer thing. is That would put me over the edge. Because
1: yep. that ain't cheap. Nothing is cheap. The- <laughs> <laughs> Life isn't cheap, bitch. Yeah. Uh, so, but Matt, the committee did bring us Double R, which is one of my all-time favorite Shining Wizards characters. So it can't be all bad.
2: She's not ready for anything. We should just. It
0: is fuck what up. it is at this point. Good luck, Kate. Unless you're asking her fucking 3CM punk questions, she's gonna <laughs> get, get murdered. And I know Kate's not gonna listen to this because she's fucking big time. She's frightful. She's big time. She's not listening to this bullshit. I don't even know if the fucking committee reached out to her. If she did, I, I, hope, I hope Pony chokes on ice, fucking shaved ice down in. Fucking Wildwood water. Have some water, you fucking park With <laughs> Philadelphia accents, you dipshits. Fucking <laughs> hope you, I hope a fucking shark takes your foot. And you walk around like fucking Kamala. <laughs> There's your fucking roast. Just play
2: this back in two weeks. Roast to Tony. I'm that's,
0: sitting that one out.
2: That's the real Philadelphia accent, Kamala. Yeah. <laughs>
3: all right
0: so we this is all done right we we play i fucking was all perturbed i played this stupid video so we could move on i mean i'm
2: very uh nervous about how this is gonna go for the rest of the night no better the
0: video he sends me the video (laughs) 705 709, try the email first It should be easier I got every window open on my fucking laptop <laughs> The internet's going out The fan's freezing Tune in, fuck you
2: yeah, Tony, Tony. T- Tony chimes in I literally just tuned in Don't get
0: stuck in a current You dick
2: <laughs> Riptide Tony
0: I hope I, you get fucking monkey pox while you're in fucking Wildwood Dickhead
1: I am a little disappointed though It was a video and we only got audio uh the videos are worthless.
2: <laughs> no, it's fucking some... It's a mystery, man! <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, every time he turns his head to the left or the right, you see exactly who it is. Yeah, it looked like a fucking
0: Take On Me video with the fucking Yankees hat on and a fucking elementary t-shirt on. You do the math, people. <laughs> Just drink a ginger ale, because I don't feel good. Oh.
1: Boy, after oh. taking three monster shits in a day, you should feel all right at least
0: old i can't be drinking all day well aware <laughs> god damn it
1: to reach their own now is that your reset button matt you finally got to the top of the the coaster and <laughs> now you
2: think i'm better now
1: okay good uh, good
2: see, and that's another thing he gets angry and then he just immediately he's like there's no tsunami after the earthquake with him it's gotcha. an earthquake it's done and he's peaceful mad again Right? Is yeah, that yeah, fair? You,
0: you can't hold on to it forever. You got to yep. just let it go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> let it what go. If there was a third natural disaster named tsunami, earthquake, typhoon, and tsunami? Or is this typhoon? Bad. Is the typhoon a similar? No, typhoon's a, a hurricane, but it's just over the water, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the tsunami is what com- the tidal wave that comes after the earthquake. Could be. Yeah. A typhoon
0: our- is a mature tropical cyclone.
2: Right. But that's like the, the equivalent of a hurricane over the ocean, I believe, is the typhoon. And the tsunami is what happens because the ground is still not settled yet. So the water just completely dis- disrupts and it hits the land with like massive waves and, and, uh, and tidal a tsunami waves. tsunami
0: is a series of waves in a water body caused by displacement of a large volume of water, generally in an ocean or a large lake. <laughs> there could be a lake tsunami. Well, yeah, if there's an earthquake... Mmm. Because there's, uh, I guess, there's earthquakes, volcanoes, earthquakes in the ocean.
2: Yes, because I mean, everything is te- everything is plates. The whole Earth. Earth is plates.
0: Earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, and
2: underwater
0: explosions.
2: Yes, that's right. Fucking a man. N- Mother Nature's a mad scientist. This is the See? Mother Nature podcast.
0: I
1: say me? you motherfuckers right. didn't skip science class, did you? <laughs> Dude, I don't know how I know all that. <laughs>
0: I'm 40. You think I remember anything I learned in fucking high school? I had a lot of free time as a kid. I just fucking pulled shit up on Wikipedia.
1: Trust me. Listen.
2: I mean, listen. when you're looking for like tsunamis, sure. <laughs> and not who's going to like make false information about tsunamis.
1: I hope somebody <laughs> does now. <laughs>
2: like, I really
1: hope somebody does.
2: Tsunami was the name of Little Bo Peep's sheep. Like
1: <laughs> like that's what, that's what it's going to be. That's uh, they they're gonna, they're going to make a wrestling stable. You're going to have Tsunami, you're going you're going to have yeah. uh, you're going to throw the tornado in there. You got to get Blizzard. Blizzard's got to be in there.
2: I used to have a joke about how like all like horror movies were just named after inconvenient weather conditions. Like the <laughs> like the fog. Yeah. Like, no. like, uh, <laughs> I forget what the other one was, but it was a whole big thing. It was like eventually there's going to be like a movie called The Morning Dew where like 18 people get killed by one serial killer and his name is Dew. <laughs> like, like,
1: but it doesn't go by do. He goes by do. Do. He's like do. Yeah. Do. I'm killing every motherfucker here. Do. What it do? I do. I do. What it do?
2: <laughs> oh man, this is a this is the this is my favorite show ever right now. What's happening? I know, Matt, you're pissed off, but this is no, this no. Is we're
0: a, good. We move
2: past it. This is gold, baby.
0: We move past. Don't worry. There will be this amount of rage in two weeks. Tony's uh re- the roast of Tony. So if you enjoyed my rants, please be sure to tune in when I have to try and juggle uh all these people who have to tell jokes. And I was uh the <laughs> over each other. Fucking Tombstone Jesus shows up. He wants to talk about man mountain rock and smashing pussy or something weird. <laughs> Putting put himself over Fucking Miko Meister's Booking fucking backyard Wrestling at my house Everybody completely Forgets the roast Tony It's gonna to be great Be sure to tune in Subscribe Rate Review <laughs>
2: That was I get it. hell of a don't, plug. Tony's girls.
0: return next week is going to be like the fucking Dexter Loomis return on Raw. Nobody's going to know what the fuck happens. Tony's going to pop in. The guest is going to show up. Tony's going to leave. And that's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was like the weirdest return ever, by the way. And I don't care about it, to be honest. with you. And I was a big Dexter Loomis guy. Just like, what are you doing? Like, you weren't even like a top guy in NXT. And now you're all of a sudden showing up in the main event.
1: Wow. Amazing seeing... and AJ styles. See, I went the exact opposite way because I was never a Dexter Loomis guy. But that little tease and him showing up like that actually got me interested in him.
2: Right? No, I get it, and the idea of it behind it is fine, and I'm probably in the minority on this. But it was just like so weird, like, 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 what, what does it mean? Like, what are you doing? Like, who are you? like, I mean, again, the story ha- I guess has to play out. Like, probably tonight we'll find out more of why he showed up and why he got a like. But what, like, you were never and the, same thing kind of with like carrying cross like he came back everyone loved it uh as they should have but like even when he his last run in WWE when he came to the main roster was the worst thing ever and it's just like you you guys weren't even like the top guys like in your respective last places of employment and now all of a sudden you're thrust into like the end of a show the end of the like the last segment on each respective show carrying cross i see is way more because that package is a whole lot better. Her, him, Scarlet, entrance, look, 100%. Dexter Loomis, since Samuel Shaw, since he was Samuel Shaw on Impact, I thought he was a legit top guy. But when he wasn't presented as as that, and all of a sudden now he's back, and we don't know what he's there for yet. Right. So I will let that play out. But it was just like, all right, this guy wasn't even a top He, he got married on NXT. And that yeah. was like the highlight of his of his run more or less. I mean, there was probably more high, high points, but just like, it was just so bizarre to me that he was featured in that part of the show.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, can, I I can, I completely understand your point, but from, I say for me, I did, I could not give a shit less about him during NXT, any of it. And for him to just show up out of nowhere, that kind of, that kind of grabbed me a little bit. I was like, okay, this is, this is something and Cross him. I really appreciated his work in NXT. Obviously everybody knows that, him, uh, his main roster run was pretty much a, a bag of dog shit lit on fire, but it got me interested in both the characters and what was going on.
3: Yeah, the,
2: um, I feel way more strongly about the carry crossover than I do about the Dexter Loomis. But when carry came back, it was you, you knew what his objective was. It's, it's going to be Drew McIntyre, and it's going to be Roman Reigns eventually. Or just a feud with uh, uh, Drew? I'm sure that's probably the where we're gonna go with it. But the Dexter Lewis, Lewis stuff was just like I don't, I don't know. I don't know Lewis if he interacted interact with anyone prior to just being taken down by the cops afterwards. I know there was like that car accident thing in the back. Was that um, was, was was there any explanation of that?
1: No, not to this point. Which makes it like that much more kind of intriguing and interesting because you don't know. They haven't mentioned shit. It's just it's in the background, so, so yeah, yeah. it is. It is very like uh, a lot of the mystery kind of brings you in.
2: You know what that? You know what it kind of reminded me of, and this is going to sound like insulting, but I don't. I really don't mean it. Cause I actually didn't really see the actual car accident part with the Kevin Owens promo, but it kind of reminds me of like the white Hummer from WCW, like who like who drove the Hummer? Like, like that's like my initial gut was like when I saw that there was a car accident in the background. And there were so God, so many. But at least this one was like kept to, you know, the side, and it was. It's one of those things, and that's why Triple H is so good. It's it's, it's telling a story without people knowing what the
1: story is yet. So it's a back it's a background story.
2: Yeah. Beautiful. And, and I don't know who what what the plan is for Dexter. Like, obviously, he showed up during an AJ Styles' Miz match. Who's he after? Is he after Miz? Is he after AJ? Like both of them maybe both maybe everybody yeah
3: yeah
0: no, it's i think it's exciting stuff it's 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 kind of what we've been we've been looking for and i've been very uh vocal on this show uh, the, what the wwe has been doing the last couple of years i have zero interest in i don't i haven't watched wrestlemania in i don't know 6 7 years like i really have zero wow. interest in it um because i feel like it's the same boring shit so I said last week, Carrying Cross coming out, like, I'm in. Like, even if Roman Reigns fucking beats him, at least there's a a, a bridge to Cody, right? Because we all think it's going to be Cody and Roman, which is, sign me up, I'm all yeah. in. Um, you know, you're bringing back Dakota Kai, that helps the women's division. Do we know Tony loves a good tournament? Uh, this stuff with <laughs> Devin <laughs> Thomas, again, to your point, who's he after? AJ, Miz, Maurice? Like, what's his angle here? Right, and then they bring back uh, Hit Row on Friday night on
2: SmackDown. Yeah, um, it's do you guys think it's like too much too soon?
1: Like that the returns are kind of forced. So, I I don't, it's these are things that like people got let go, released, and they're taking a few select people. To bring back, and they've been they've been bringing them back in a surprise fashion that I think has gotten a decent amount of buzz behind it. Uh, I think I can I can see where you're going with that, but not, not really. I think they're peppering them in and nicely.
2: Yeah, no, and uh, I, I I can see that I, I can see both sides of this coin to be honest with you. It just um, like now, like everyone's expecting something else. Like everyone's expecting someone else to come in. and um, it just is. It's like when when does it stop? Like, are, is Triple H bringing back guys that he just thought got a, a bad rap in in uh when Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard took over NXT? Is it is is he gonna bring back you know major players? Is he gonna bring back Bray Wyatt? Is he gonna bring back? Well oh, apparently Sasha and Naomi are reportedly back which is which that's to me that's the most important one is having them back but i feel like that's the one that we expected as opposed to carrying Cross. And, and if johnny gargano shows up i, would, I think that would be a roof fall and now johnny gargano doesn't have to come back to wwe like the main roster you can go back to nxt and be fine but i feel like nxt is in a different direction now was a WWE? McDaniel might actually do better on the main roster with Dalvin Ziggler,
1: man. There, yeah. And I think that one of the things they got to remember is that he's now fashioning his roster for his vision. And I, I expected it to be a little bit longer played out, but it's like he's pushing the buttons right away to get it to where he wants it to be, and it's exciting.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. It, it's definitely. I'm not there yet. I won't uh, go search out, like, Monday Night Raw. Like, I have no interest in watching um, Raw tonight. But if I see something, um, I'll watch, like, a clip online or something. Let's
2: try this. If you see something, say something. This works.
0: Apparently, we still have um,
2: an echo. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know if it was coming across to the listeners, but apparently it is.
0: I don't know where it's
2: coming from. The rant.
1: Oh, hey. That's a... Is
0: that any better? No. It's worse. Same. Same. i leave.
1: Hey, Kev. Hey, two-man show. Yeah, the Kevin show, baby. K&K. K. That's it.
2: That's what it is. So, yeah, so let hopefully Matt can come back in and we can figure this out. Uh, yeah. But you know, shit's gonna shit's gonna happen sometimes. Happens absolutely.
0: Is it any better? Hey,
2: yeah, look probably. at that. Now it is.
0: It's probably because I had to open a thousand fucking things. So I do fucking
2: thing <laughs> Don't get back on
1: the roller coaster,
2: Matt. Don't he get died. back on it. <laughs> he put the bar right in front of him. He's in the front seat. It's like step by step. We're gonna see like the, them on the roller coaster with the camera, like right in front of them. They're gonna be. The
3: best time
1: around. All right. So we're
3: so, but.
1: <laughs> second time around. The second time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> around. Step by step. Day by day. Day by day. <laughs> day, by day. <laughs> <laughs> up a
2: minute, the hunt, the a day. fresh, a
1: fresh start over, a second hand to play. Come on, man.
2: You know, you, you know well, the actual words? Of course I do. that's, that's impressive. That's a, that was a very underrated
1: show. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. One of the greatest lines in sitcom history is you took JT to the boom boom room. Fucking love that <laughs> was it JT the girl or was JT the youngest kid? JT was the oldest boy. Oh JT, yeah, yeah. JT. Yeah, yeah. Frank's like college friend shows up out of nowhere and takes JT to the strip club. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: second
2: time around. <laughs>
3: We'll make it better.
0: The second
2: time. Matt, have Did, you ever watched Step by Step? Yeah, it was part of what? TGIF. TGIF. Right? It was a later edition.
1: So I didn't see uh, Hit Row when they came back. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm just going to fucking hard, hard turn.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I but remember Hit Row on Step by Step episode seven, were, season three. Were,
1: were, they, were, were the fans into them? like yeah. was it did it really pop
2: i i actually saw this and uh it, they they loved it and you know okay. what? i don't think they need swerve to be incredible no. i think mm-hmm. they still have all the charisma all the talent and all like the energy that you need to be a popular faction in, in wwe and it didn't i i thought that i would feel different not seeing swerve with them but nope i was okay. like it was, it was almost like a new act like you know nice.
4: what I mean? it, was, yeah. it was
2: almost like a new group coming in for the for the first time because they were so they did like one appearance on Smackdown and then they were just cut budget cut yeah. wise yep. Yep. so this felt new it felt fresh and I wasn't expecting to see them debut in like an actual match which when I saw the two uh enhancement guys in the ring I was like oh I like what could this possibly no no idea that I was gonna be uh uh top dollar and uh I gotta I can't remember the other dude's name but bfab was there too. But it, when the hit real music played place went nuts.
0: Uh, no, yes, Ashante, the Adonis.
2: Yeah. Ashante. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
0: I, I think it's good. Look, it's if triple H is running the show now, and these are his guys, like he he clearly had some kind of relationship, a connection, or he saw something with them in NXT, um, you know, and he goes to whomever, to, uh, is in charge of money or whatever tony khan not tony khan it's a, it's a khan nick khan, nick khan. It's a con.
1: yeah
0: uh, if he goes to nick khan and he says hey this is what i want to do this is what i see for these guys i'm going to use them they're going to bring us more money get us more exposure and if i'm going to turn this into his words a wrestling company again like i need these people and i don't think that's a bad thing
2: no all signs so far are pointing upwards as opposed to downwards as or as opposed to staying the same, I feel like yep. the trajectory is up, not down and not even, I mean, it, it obviously will take time, but the, the trajectory so far has been, I think, ba- and I don't think he's trying to, I don't think Triple H, and again, this is just, what the fuck do I know? You know what I mean? But like, I don't think Triple H is trying to make a, a monumental drastic change in how WWE is being presented on the, I don't think he's going to like change it to like, you know, beyond wrestling or, you know, like Russell, 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 and no mm-hmm. entertainment value. There's right. going to be still that all over the show. It's, it, I mean, it has to be. That's how marketing works. That's how promotions work. That's how wrestling works. Is the promotion of characters and the entertainment and the production and the entrances and all that stuff. So I don't think we're going to see a drastic. It's not going to be AEW. Like there's right. no way. But I think we'll see better product in the ring. I think we'll see better uh, uh, talent. All around and the talent, listen, they have the best, like, they're the best like, talent-wise, Like, talent they have the best in the world. Yeah, let's be honest, like, yeah. let's not, let's just not like kid ourselves. WWE is WWE for a reason. Uh, but now, whether here's my question to you guys, and Matt, I'll, I'll, I'll give this to you first because they discussed this on, um, I forget what podcast, I think it was may have been uh, either Mick Foley's or uh, or uh, or somebody's podcast where do you think now? more independent wrestlers will have a better chance of getting a job as opposed to just college athletes that come out and do that next in line thing. I'm wondering.
0: Yeah, I think so. Because if you, if I think I had it in my notes and I don't know if we got to it, they did that, that thing during SummerSlam weekend in Nashville that like, right. And it was a fucking disaster. Really? Like a lot of people got hurt. Like, like I, I think that was the last time they were ever gonna do it. I, I would dig through all my fucking notes, but, nah. uh, I'm not, I'm not doing that because so, training. so
2: what the, 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 I guess like the, the research would show that like if you're a college athlete, right, you have, you've worked your entire life to do this, so your work ethic is a hundred percent there. Your, your mindset is there. Your training ability is there. So they've, I, they found that more valuable than an independent wrestler like you're diligent you listen to you listen to the orders you listen to 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 what people tell you you have good work ethic so they felt that and if you look good that was a plus so they felt under the old thing that was more important than being a good wrestler because you could be a good wrestler but then maybe like one time you get upset about something and you are just like cause trouble
1: i I hated when they said that they weren't going to be looking at indie talent anymore. Right. I hated it and I I quite honestly I'm sure they'll find some real gems in the in the NIL classes that they're doing, but I don't I don't care for that either. Because the indies there's where the guys have the passion and the yeah. love of pro wrestling and the majority of the biggest stars that we've had are stars because they have a love and a passion for what they're doing so you take a college kid that's just coming out of you know where whatever university they're coming out of and then they're kind of being bred to be this right. but not having that i mean you, you can't teach the passion of pro wrestling and you got guys out there on the indies you know 50 bucks a shot doing you know 16 hour round trips that are, I mean, just walk circles around these, these kids. And and not to say anything bad about these kids, obviously, but I really, when they said they weren't going to be scouting indie talent anymore, that's when I almost just went, I'm fucking done. Because if you're not, if you're not pulling people off the Indies, you're, you're going to lose the fucking heart of what's in the ring. And that, that, that set me off when that happened.
2: And I believe, I think Paul Heyman said, and I'm just paraphrasing, but I'm I'm just quoting, uh, paraphrasing, quoting Paul Heyman, where he said, these athletes see wrestling as an option and not an obsession. Right. So like wrestlers who start training at 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old and stick with it, that's their obsession. It's their goal to be there, to take that away from them, to Mm -hmm. take like the livelihood that they could potentially make for a guy who's like a D1 basketball player or like a D3 football player. Yep. to me just doesn't, doesn't seem right. I mean, maybe they're in better shape. I get it. Maybe their they're, they're routines are down because it's what they do every day and that's what it takes to make it in, in the performance center. You literally have to work 16 hours a day and put your body to the most extreme lengths. I get, I get it from that standpoint, but to take the opportunities away from these guys who literally want to be in this to get here to, right. take, to take away their purpose is beyond, like, reproach to me. Yeah. No, that's, that's not the right way to say it. Beyond comprehension is what I meant. Beyond reproach is actually a compliment, I think. So uh, before you be, – we got a couple – Matthew Birch in
0: the chat says uh, they just signed, like, 12 people from the Next in Line program the other week. It's definitely something they're going to continue to do.
3: Which, which is uh, fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Look, you, you know, if you could find a Brock Lesnar or a Kurt Angle or a Shelton Benjamin, uh, you know, once every year, you're fucking striking it. You're hitting you're hitting a home run. Agent Joe said the college athletes don't have any wrestling habits, so the E could mold them into their superstars. Uh, but the in-ring quality of the product will suffer if they rely on that approach.
2: That's that's another fair point, unless I have a lot of faith in 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 NXT. I have a lot of faith in the performance center and who's there. So, they might it depends. and now that especially more so than ever now that Vince McMahon and and I don't know about Bruce Richard, but now that Vince McMahon is not running the show there, I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to teach them a little different way to be a WWE superstar. Like you know what I mean? Like they're going to they're going to rely a little bit more on the wrestling than a little bit. Now, I'm not saying all of it. I'm saying yeah. a little bit.
1: Yeah. And like, I, I just, I'll, I'll keep on going back to that. You can't teach the love of wrestling though. You can't yeah. teach the passion for what wrestling is. And can you get like, can you get a star? Sure. Like, but you look at like Brock Lesnar, who's fanta- cool. fantastic, cool. right? But it was his job. And then when he decided he wanted a different job, he left. Yep. and then he got a different job, and then a different job, and then when he said he wanted to go back, he came back. No, maybe he missed it. Maybe he does have like an actual he, love, I, but I you understand what I'm saying?
2: I 100. Like, it's, it's a he, job; it's not a and, passion. And he's the only example that I can honestly think of. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go back. Let's go back to even to like the 90s. Like Steve Michael McMichael, right? Mm-hmm. May not have been the best wrestler in the world. <laughs> he definitely wasn't the best wrestler <laughs> in the world, but he was a pro football player, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. Boom, mm-hmm. done it all. Didn't have to do anything for the rest of his life. Came to wrestling first with WWE for the in you know the corner of Lawrence Taylor for yep. WrestleMania, and then went to WCW and fell in love with wrestling. Right. Like he may not have developed ever developed the skill to do it. Mm-hmm. And Goldberg is also another example, kind of on the same trajectory of, of Brock Lesnar. Yep. Yep. Um, but Mongo came in and fell in love with it, and he was damn. Like he was so overbearing with his personality that you almost didn't give a crap that he stunk in the ring. Like you don't, you, you didn't. Care. Oh no, you
1: cared. I you didn't fucking cared. cared.
2: I didn't care. Oh. Like who's it gonna hurt, Prince Ikea Like, not. Oh, you show right.
0: some fucking <laughs> respect.
2: Yeah. that was yeah, that was bad. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that, but like like who? All he did was forearms and the, the forearms and and shoulder tackles and and the most devastating move he did was. The tombstone at the end which is probably the most dangerous move you could probably do yeah. but you he never heard anybody doing it so i had and people when they talk about it, he about the horsemen, i got think of three horsemen worse than mongo mcmichael like three
1: off the top name of that. name you can name three that were worse that were worse wow
2: uh can i
0: can i guess kevin all right would you say sid
2: yes okay Sorry, I gotta get the bell. That's right. Um, uh, Paul Roma. No, Paul Roma was a great horseman. A great horseman, really. I, lo- I loved it. I thought it was a perfect fit.
0: I feel like he didn't have such a long run there.
2: Well, no, uh, well, I mean, all right. So maybe he wasn't the best horseman while he was there, but like becoming a horseman, like and people complaining about people becoming horsemen, I would, I would not put Paul Roma on that list. Um, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett would be on there, and I love oh, Jeff Jarrett. No way! I know I love Jeff Jarrett, but the run wasn't great, and him being he fit kind of, but the recruitment process was just weird. Like, it was it was very bizarre. Okay. <sighs> you're gonna be surprised with this one, especially after the bi- the biography that just aired on. I so said you're gonna go Luger. I'm gonna go Luger.
1: Okay. I wouldn't fault you for that.
2: Yeah. So Luger. Uh, Sid, I don't think was initially on a list. I made a, a Facebook post about it years ago. I don't think Sid was initially on the list. Oh,
1: Sting! I, I was. I thought Sting was going to be the uh, guy. Yeah, was, Sting. I, yeah.
2: Sting, Luger, and uh, and uh, who was the Jeff other one? Garrett. Jeff Jarrett were probably or probably the three. Because Sting, Sting just made no sense. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, Sting was so dumb. He always fell for. He always every time he fell
2: for it. Dude, in 96, he fell for it. In 96! Or 95. It was 95. He fell 95, for it. yeah. And he fell for it like three years earlier in like 90 or whatever it was. 90, yeah, he 92. fell for it
0: all the time. If it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck
2: sting. Stop. If it woos like a duck, if it woos like a duck, <laughs> if, it like a duck if it woos like a duck, it's a duck. It's a very talented duck, but it's still a duck.
1: Now, would you say that there's a definite cap on the potential of the people coming out of the and that's going back to like the, the, the passion and love yeah. of wrestling. Do you think there's a cap on the potential? Because as much as we can say, you know, we love a guy like Brock Lesnar, you would never say, you know, Brock Lesnar, Ric Flair, Brock Lesnar, Shawn Michaels, Brock Lesnar, yeah. triple H you're, you're not picking Brock Lesnar over those guys. So do you think that there's, there's a cap on that just because of the passion that they have for professional wrestling?
2: What are you talking about the NIL guys? Yes. I, uh, I think that's, I think that's where the ball is in their court, where they have to okay. decide like whether or not they want to commit to, to get better at this and not just rely on their athletic ability. But the psychology is the biggest right. point of it all. Like, Can they get wrestling psychology? Can they get how to work a hold? And pro- wrestlers probably could. Football players probably could because you got to know where to hit somebody. you got to know where the weaknesses are. So they might be able to do that. Hockey players probably too. But I don't, I don't see any hockey players going into NIL. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Left winger yeah, out yeah. of the Minnesota Duluth. Son of <laughs> goon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the goon. The goon yeah. was a great NIL prospect back in the day. But
0: I also think like those NIL kids, it's like a different like – It's such a, like, the Ric Flair's and the Shawn Michaels and, like, you know, you could throw that, like, that air, the CM Punk's and the Bret Bret Hart. Hart. Yeah, that air of Eddie Guerrero's. Like, even, like, look, you you can make fun of Prince IK all you want, but, like, I'm sure those guys are fucking traveling the road and wrestling fucking for a hot dog and a handshake for years before they got the break, right? Like, these NIL guys are going in there and they're getting a contract. They don't have to fucking schlub. Maybe NXT starts doing house shows again. I know that was, like, a rumor.
2: but They have so- been. They have been.
0: But, like, are you really, like, you're not driving fucking 600 miles in a weekend, right, and making the towns? Probably not. Right. So, right. like, like when when those guys, like, finally, like, when you get to the WWF and WCW and, like, you want to fucking stay there and you want to make your imprint on the business like Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair did it and so many others, you know, like, these kids, like, do they get it? You know, like the NIL or they they just go in uh, there and looking for a fucking paycheck. Maybe they get to be on T V. Maybe yeah. some fucking Instagram model slides in their DM and they get to fucking pound it. You know, whatever. Like what's their agenda? And I think to Kevin's point, uh not handsome Kevin, Kevin Shining Wizards Kevin. Um it it, it all matters to uh to 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 Does what that, they want out of it. Like yeah, what yeah. what do they want to make of it? They're-
2: the NIL, from what all I get is like, obviously like college athletes are now able to make money off their name and stuff like that. But this to me is just like a retainer. They're on retainer. They're still like in school. Like they're not, they're not there yet. Like they're still, like they're not training every day yet. So as, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're still doing what they do. They're still playing volleyball. They're still, you know, they're still playing football. They're still playing basketball. Maybe, uh, maybe I, again, I could be wrong. So like they're, this is like, This is, like, why wouldn't you do it? This is a a failsafe. I'm getting paid to go to school. I'm getting paid to be a potential, like, you're like, God, what, you're like, they're like sperm. You're like, (laughs) 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 you're being paid, you're being paid to potentially be somebody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're, you're you're being paid right now to be just sitting in the ball sack (laughs) and then eventually one day you'll be a person. Like you Maybe one day you're sitting in college, you're there, and then maybe one day you'll be a WWE superstar. No guarantees. Yep, no
1: guarantees. Yep. No guarantees. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good analogy, Kevin. I'll give it to you. I, I didn't know where you're going at first. And I was like, "Oh boy, here, here, uh, here we go! Rocket ships taking off. Ah, they're, they're basically ever... sperm." And then you're talking about getting paid, and I was like, oh, "Oh, oh, okay. Where where's it going? Like, when do I ever go that route? Like, when do I ever go that direction? So if
2: I was going that direction, the mind was working. I had something. <laughs> the wheels were in motion.
0: Asian gotcha. uh, Joe wants to know. Yeah, but how many of those sperm get wasted in a tissue?
2: But... Oh, I'm um, well. There you go. That's the th- that's that's the gamble you have to take.
0: Guess what, uh, Asian Joe? Vince, don't use tissues.
2: Nope. (laughs) I just use your mouth, (laughs) pal. All right. So this is where Matt. (laughs) God damn, it's going to be another 2.5. So I was reluctant. Money well spent. I was reluctant (laughs) to go that route just because of that. Normally, it's Tony. But today was mad ah,
0: I can't be on the main roster I'll go lurk around in NXT 2.0 They'll call me the gobbler The gobbler gooker gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> I just I just vigorously Jerk off in the shadows And throw it at people as they walk by <laughs> Uh, I'm like
1: Spider-Man. <laughs> the vigorous jerker.
4: <laughs> Turn
1: NXT 2.0 into my own snow globe. <laughs> uh, I'm Spider-McMan. McMahon. <laughs> ah, where is that brawn breaker?
2: <laughs> my, my sperm...
1: My sperm
2: could hold me from a building.
1: <laughs> it the stays attached. Elast- <laughs> the
2: elasticity.
0: Huh? Oh. Ah, I, could make a, I could team up with that Velveteen Dream and we could do real damage now.
2: <laughs> uh, We'd be called the Dream Weavers. <laughs> believe you can get me through the night height <laughs> the night height the night.
3: dreamweaver
0: <laughs> I give you a dollar if you tell me who sings dreamweaver
2: I don't uh, oh 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 it's some weird oh uh, uh, dreamweaver I believe you can get me through the night I can see the morning night is it wings is it
1: Ween? <laughs> Ween. <laughs> is, is it, it, is it, is it is like it, the Shandrels or one of those acts? No, it's
2: like a, this is the 80s, early 90s. I just remember Wayne's World is how I got introduced to Dreamweaver.
1: Dreamweaver 70s. I was going to uh, say there's
2: no way it's 90s. Oh, uh, Wayne's World is probably why I thought yeah. that. Um, is it Sticks? Does not sticks let's you think our guest knows let's ask him
0: hey is he james are you
4: i am sorry i'm late my car died i have to get a new battery apparently oh,
0: that's so awesome.
4: i just recently got home
0: okay, okay. No do, do you have time to uh settle in
4: yeah I just, i'm fine what's up guys
0: do you know who sings Dreamweaver?
4: oh god I don't
2: <laughs> he almost he, he had us fooled. like he almost kind of knew so you don't remember that 90s hit <laughs> uh,
4: I know the song uh, artist wise though uh, no clue it's gotta be uh,
2: is it uh, it's not wham I, I don't know why I'm stuck on w names because a weaver uh
4: it's um uh, is,
2: it is it Kansas it's not Kansas those are good yeah. guesses
4: I'm gonna ask my Alexa is it is it Michael? Uh, Alexa. Oh, who sings no. Dreamweaver? <laughs> Gary Wright.
0: Gary Wright is correct.
2: Oh,
4: i never gone I cheated. <laughs> now my Alexa's going to play the Dreamweaver. Do it. It's a <laughs> great song. We might get kicked off the air, but it's a great thing. copyright. Yeah. Well Izzy
0: thank you for joining us tonight. I know you have a lot going on uh in preparation for September 3rd Covenant uh Pale Pro Wrestling Texas bull rope match with Khan and I know you guys have quite the history. Oh, yeah. uh, is this the uh is this the proverbial end of the line is this it? Bull rope match. One of you walks out uh I don't want to say alive because I don't think anyone's going to die in the ring and I don't want anyone to die in the ring but You know, is this it? Are you you looking to do some damage here to Mr. Khan?
4: I'm looking to do some damage, and if Khan's going to decide if this is it or not, if he can look me in the eyes and stand toe-to-toe with me and shake my hand at the end of this fight, then it will be the end of the line. But I have a feeling that the king of the jungle is going to run with his tail between his legs, as they say, and it won't be the end of the line. We might have some future grievances to, to you know, take care of.
2: So for those of us who, who might not be 100% familiar with your beef with Khan, can you go over the history that you guys have together?
4: So there's something we do at Pele Pro called Lone Star Strong Style, and it's it's about respect. It's fighting. You know, it's two men going out there and giving their all, really knocking the crap out of each other. And sometimes you might lose some teeth, but as boys do, you shake hands. Maybe you share a beer after but at the end of the day, the first time i met Khan, he didn't have the respect. he didn't have the gall to look me in the eyes and, and shake my hand and be a man. So that set a sour taste to my mouth. and then we get to the the uh, the Ryan Davidson match and how he takes out Ryan Davidson. Ryan Davidson's a close friend of mine, one of my mentors actually, and <clears throat> what he did to Ryan Davidson made it even worse. then. My match with Dale Springs, he decides he wants to come in and <laughs> choke me with a bull rope and set the stage. Okay, you want to set the stage? That's fine. But Khan has now bit off more than he can chew because the gutter snake is coming for his ass. There it is. Uh
0: I got I I don't know much about snakes. What is the uh what's a what's a gutter snake?
4: Well, for me, the gutter snake, uh, the gutter snake, I've had a very rough life. I've been through pretty much everything. I've been uh, held to gunpoint, had my uh, money stolen from me. I grew up in uh, South Dallas, where if you you know anything about Dallas, South Dallas is probably the worst place you can go. But I also grew up in Deep Ellum as a mosh pit kid. So I fought (laughs) to the nail to keep my feet firmly planted on the ground. In, in Texas, not only in my real life, but in professional wrestling. And the gutter snake just means I've swam through it all. I swam through it all. And no matter what, I always find a way to come out and come out on top.
0: I like that. I like the gutter snake. It's it. pretty badass. Now you got this, uh, you got an interesting look there, Mr. <laughs> Mr. James, uh, the gutter snake, as we call you. Um, like a little tattoos, a little dark, almost like a, uh, almost like a, like a what's his nuts Snape, Snape from the Harry Potter,
4: Snape. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, Snape get was probably lock?
4: my favorite character from the movie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what's uh, I was gonna say? He's got a little Damien Priest look going on too.
4: Uh, it's just some clean shaven. I shaved <laughs> off my stuff yesterday, and I'm regretting it. <laughs>
2: ah, Kevin. Ah. Yeah, me too. I usually have a full beard. I I got rid of it.
4: Yeah, I I can't grow a full beard, so what? No, I shaved what I had. <laughs> I had a nickel, years old and I can't grow a full beard. Shoot me. <laughs> all
0: right, so we're talking with Izzy uh, James on um on the Wizards here at Izzy James underscore PW uh, on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, all right, I'm on your Twitter, and I'm we're gonna change we're gonna change gears for a second here. I see you got your tickets to see the Misfits, the original Misfits.
4: Yes. With Alice Cooper, of course.
0: Which is awesome.
4: Yes, but, uh, I've never seen Alice Cooper and I've always wanted to. I,
0: I don't know how I feel about this version of the Misfits.
4: Danzig, Jerry only and uh Doyle.
0: It just seems seems un Misfit like for them to get together. I, I don't I know what they were getting for tickets when they came around here in Jersey.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it seems very not punk. And maybe that's me just being an old fucking curmudgeon because uh, <laughs> I was not dropping like one hundred and fifty dollars to go see the fucking misfits when I was seeing them at the Birch Hill nightclub for like twenty
4: five dollars. Well, I don't know yeah. what
0: you paid, but I don't know. It just seems it'd be it's great that they're back together. I'm just
4: right. right. I, I get what you're saying. I was uh, I was probably like 16. My uncle took me to see the misfits when I was 16 at a place in DFW called uh, Dream World. It was like a dive bar. It was just like a small venue. And it wasn't even the Misfits. It was like Jerry Only with Marky Ramone and uh, Dez from Black Flag playing guitar. And it was just like the weirdest set of the Misfits. They, it was just three dudes. <laughs> with It was two dudes with Jerry Only playing Misfits songs. And uh, I believe I got punched, in, that was like one of my first mosh pits, I got punched right in the stomach.
1: <laughs> that had to be like, what, 15-ish years ago, something like that?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, it would have to be at least
1: 2000, I was still in high school, so 2004, Okay. 2005. I, I'm pretty sure I saw them on that same tour when they made the the Minnesota leg of the tour, oh, right. so yeah. I, I enjoyed it, man, I thought I thought I it was fun. It.
4: I enjoyed it, but it was just very strange, you know, you, you know what the Misfits you know who the misfits are with in danzig's so iconic voice such an iconic voice to go along with it and then you don't see that you see you know like this uh misfits version of the misfits <laughs> right, right.
2: so i was i was yesterday's days old when i realized that danzig was in the misfits really yeah yeah and i i i, I, ne- I never disliked the misfits i just had no clue yeah, that it was. It was that and Matt had to smart me up. Um, yeah, to... I, I
4: I didn't know right away either. Like it took me a couple of years to figure it out because I didn't know. I, you know, I know Danzig, his original, right. his his work, his solo work, and then somebody. I, re- I it was my early twenties before I realized. Oh shit! Same excuse my language. Same same freaking guy.
2: <laughs> no, you're gonna, is, you good. Shit can... is actually a, a, a good word on here. It's ah. actually the, that's actually like that's the
1: <laughs> least of your worries.
4: Ah yes. <laughs> okay. uh, Did you?
1: Did you get into the Michael Graves misfits at all?
4: I ugh, I I did like some Michael Graves, uh, and now you know he's like, he's all canceled and and stuff, and so uh, I, admittedly I do like some of the Michael Graves stuff, uh, but I I don't agree with the person.
1: It's, it's oh. all right. He's he's actually quite the asshole in real life. I've played with him. Oh really? Yeah. Wow.
0: I did not. I, know- that is
1: not surprising.
0: I did not know he was cancelled, and I'm glad you said something, Kevin Rowe, because I was just going to say I prefer Michael Graves over Danzig.
4: Yeah, yeah. He He's said and done some things that I won't repeat.
2: Alright, I've got to yeah, look yeah. It up now. Uh-oh. No, <laughs> we should move on. We should move on, right? Just
4: no, next I, subject. Next subject. I mean, <laughs> cut that out. I, mean, put I,
0: I just want to know. I didn't know. I think <laughs> Famous Monsters is a great... I love the album. It's a great yep. album.
4: It's, yeah. It is a, it is a good album. Uh, yeah, like I said, just
0: can't oh, agree yeah. with him. Yeah, no, he shouldn't say this. Stu- oh, boy. Yep. Uh,
4: <laughs> I don't enjoy this
0: stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would not have him over for a barbecue, but I do enjoy the Famous Monkeys
4: album. Not going to lie. Would definitely not serve him lemonade at the barbecue. <laughs>
0: so you mentioned you you're, you're you're from the Dallas Texas area, DFW, and we talked about it with Kyle Hessler last week, uh Pale Pale promo, Pro promoter. Very strong independent scene down there, and I know you uh just announced that you're working Hold on. Now my computer has AIDS. God damn it. Oh. I'm gonna smash something tonight. <laughs> just beware, uh this this weekend, Russell Rave, uh, you're taking on Stephen Wolf.
4: That's correct. First time ever. First time ever.
0: How important is the strong independent scene in Dallas? Before you came on, we were just talking about how um, with Triple H taking over WWE creative and stuff, they seem to have lifted that ban that they they will be now. Prob- they haven't lifted it, but we're going to assume that they're going to start looking at independent talent again and with, the, with the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area being so strong with the independence and the talent down there, how important is for someone like you, Izzy James, like you're going out there every weekend, you're wrestling two, three times a week, you and Stephen Wolf is going to be a fucking banger. Obviously, you and Khan, September 3rd in the bull rope match. There, there's other areas of the country that don't have such a strong independent wrestling scene. How important is it for you down there in Dallas, Texas area?
4: Uh, it, for me, it's very important. I actually put a lot of, uh, put a lot of weight on my shoulders when it comes to Texas. I've been doing this for 12 years now. I'm one of the, uh, Texas elders, if you will, at, at this point in my career, as some people would call me, um, <clears throat> but I'm still very much, um, very much an active professional wrestler. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm very, um, proud about is that I'm, a, I'm a professional Wrestler, uh, and I came from the Dallas Fort Worth area. And if anybody knows the Dallas Fort Worth legacy with the Von Erichs, the Sportatorium, uh, and and beyond, uh, you know that that professional wrestling is like sacred here, especially in Dallas and Fort in, in Fort Worth as well. But Houston and and Austin and San Antonio, El Paso. I can't you know you can't deny those areas as well because Texas is so big. There's so many cities with so many promotions there's so many professional wrestlers down here that have not been picked up yet that are that are tv ready and been and been tv ready for years myself brian davidson brian uh uh uh, brian keith uh there's so many other guys chandler hopkins the list goes on and on uh i was lucky enough to see the back end of the sportatorium days my mom took me when i was an infant little child took me to go see the uh wccw or g global global force or global wrestling i forget what it was called uh gwf yeah gwf and i got to see jeff jarrett i got to see uh Pac before he was uh with wwf
1: you know I, i
4: i live and breathe professional wrestling so for me right now this big shift that's going on with wwe is very important to me um if, if there's ever been a time where I'm ready, it's now.
2: So, so. You, mentioned, you mentioned being able to go to the Sportatorium, and, and you kind of answered <clears throat> the question that I'm, I'm about to ask. Um, were you able to see a whole lot of, of, like, is there a go-to match that you would go back and watch from, like, maybe, like, World Class or, like, um, any, any of those, like, awesome promotions, any favorite wrestlers that you had uh, growing up in that just because they were at, in your backyard?
4: Jeff Jarrett, a hundred percent Jeff Jarrett. Um, that was, I, I consider it my first memory of life and it's like, uh, I'm, I'm an infant and I'm walking over this like hump to walk into the sportatorium and there's lights going. I can see the smoke in the lights. I can smell the cotton candy. I can smell the popcorn. And in the ring is Jeff Jarrett cutting a promo. That's like the first professional wrestler I've ever seen live that I can remember. And uh, for me, it's it's Jeff Jarrett from those from those days. I was lucky enough to actually train with him uh, at a uh, hybrid wrestling school in San Antonio under Chris Marvel. Uh, that was a couple of years ago, maybe like three, four years ago. Um, but I also uh, did a TNA tryout within my first year of professional wrestling, uh, did a TNA gut check and Jeff Jarrett was there. So that was one of those moments where it was, this yeah. was like full circle. Uh, so I've had uh I've had some really cool experiences to go along with not only that being my first wrestler ever seen. So that's uh very uh very rewarding.
2: Yeah, Jeff's a, a great guy. We've had him on the show before. Um what what's your favorite what's your favorite version of Jeff Jarrett? Uh
4: I want to say Slapnuts Jeff from <laughs> from late uh WCW uh yeah. years. He was—he was pretty great. The moment where he—he he smacks the guitar across Beetlejuice's Beatles. head, always cracks me over. Cracks me up. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, you,
0: do do you know all the words to "With My Baby Tonight"?
4: I do not know all the words with my baby tonight. I actually recently watched uh, that program where he was doing the thing with Road Dog. Uh, I want to say about two months ago. I was watching some old uh, WWF in your house and they go on there and he's, he's lip syncing his heart out <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Yes. The, song, love Jeff. Love the you, Jeff. song,
0: the song slaps. I love it.
4: Oh yes, absolutely. As, as a person who doesn't like country music, that's one that I will turn on.
0: That's it. I'll walk around all day singing with my baby. tonight. <laughs> Spend
2: my days working hard on the go. What the hands on the clock and spinning too slow? I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight.
4: There's a road dog over there. <laughs> <laughs> and the
2: road dog. We'll, the talk road with dog.
0: Izzy, we'll talk with Izzy James at Izzy James underscore PW on Twitter and Instagram. He also has a Pro Wrestling tease store, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash UnholyDiver27. He's looking to buy a sick Razor bike.
4: Piece. Oh, yeah. Jump on that. I think that, it's dope.
0: Jump on that Pro Wrestling tease. And, uh, I live
4: 10 minutes from work. That would save me so much in gas. <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, is is this Unholy Diver a Dio tribute here?
4: Yes. I'm a huge Dio fan. Metalhead, okay. punk rock kid, all the way. Oh,
0: beautiful. And uh, we're all, I know this is a wrestling podcast. I know we're supposed to be talking about wrestling, but we like to dive deep. I like to know more about the, the guy behind the character. Would you pay to see the Dio uh, hologram concert?
4: Uh, no. I'm it's not Dio.
0: Yeah, I think it's a little weird. I think the idea is fantastic, yeah. but uh, it's weird. Yeah,
4: yeah, no. It, if it was like the Gorillas, where that's kind of like a thing, where you see the art, the the cartoon art, art you know, the, the characters, that would be one thing where I'd go and see that. But Dio, it's just. I know he's, you know, rest in peace. But uh, it's just not the same, you know. It's like going and seeing Kiss, but a Kiss cover band. I mean,
0: that's essentially what Kiss is, right now. Yeah.
4: Well, I mean, they're just a Vegas act now, right? Yeah. I, I'm a huge Kiss fan. I've seen them 12 times. So, uh, for me, going and seeing Kiss in Vegas is not going to happen. <laughs>
2: well, you want you want to hear something wild? That yeah, I, I discovered Kiss, in like the worst possible time of their like existence. When they when they ditched the face paint, oh, they, uh, late '80s. Yeah, late '80s, early '90s, and like God gave rock and roll to you. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like that's three. when I like that's what yeah that's when I discovered Kiss, and it was yeah. like that's not who these guys like that I that I rediscovered Kiss. And I'm like, wait a second, this can't be the same people.
4: I actually discovered them quite around the same time, but my parents were giant Kiss fans from when they were kids, so. When I was seven, I saw KISS twice in one year. Once in San Antonio and then once in Dallas. That's so wild. And then from there, like I just saw them every year after that. Every time they came through, I was there.
1: Now, how many different iterations of the band have you seen then? Have you seen all the different iterations of, of KISS?
4: No, I wouldn't say I've seen all of them. I've seen the okay. original four. Uh, I was lucky to see the original four. And then I saw them with uh, Bruce Kulik. And then I've seen them with their, their current lineup, which is Gene. Paul, Tommy Thayer, and Eric Singer. Yeah. I've so, seen them from ninety-six and beyond, I've seen everything they've done. So awesome. when I
2: first when I first discovered KISS, I thought Gene Simmons was like the main guy, like the guy. Like he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. the John Lennon. But apparently right. Paul Stanley was sang more songs than Gene. Is is that right?
4: I would say they're a they're a du- they're a duo. Paul is, I would consider, the lead singer. Probably yeah. sings lead on more songs than Gene does, but Gene's also got uh, a number of, of tracks that he does himself, but his voice is so different, you know, it, it depends.
2: Yeah. It's like it's like Lennon and McCartney for the Beatles, I guess. Yeah,
4: and then they had Ace Frehley sing a few songs, uh, and Peter Chris sang, like everybody in the, in the band oh. sang, except for Tommy and I think Bruce Kulick. But everybody else pretty much sang. If you were a drummer or Gene or Paul, you were singing.
0: <laughs> hey, I my first introduction to Kiss was Unplugged '96.
4: Yes, my I fuck. It's album. one
0: of my favorite albums. I listen to it all the time on Spotify.
4: Yes, I had I uh, I had that album.
0: Gene goes, Bruce Kulick, <laughs> and then
4: he hits that so sort of like, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> it's, great. it's a fucking Welcome great to the album. wrestling podcast, everyone. I'm James. <laughs> Today we're talking about kiss. Well, so we've been doing piss?
2: this for 11 years, and I'm I'm going to say 30 percent of it has been about wrestling.
0: <laughs> yes,
4: there we go.
2: I mean, if you really
0: want to talk about where you trained and all the. the usual boring questions I'm sure you can ask we can go down there. Everybody route.
4: everybody always asks the same questions. Who trades nope. you? Yada yada yada. Yeah
1: we
4: got we got a ton of figures behind him.
1: That's uh just one wall of the office here. There's, there's uh yeah, there's I'm four jealous. others that are that are covered. Kevin up there has his own set
4: too. Amy. Jealousy all this rooms. Oh, don't we I'm just in just a basement. I don't be, I'm so in a basement
2: it. so don't be too jealous.
4: Oh <laughs> We just moved into our what we're calling our last apartment, and uh, we haven't got the rooms that the room set up yet.
0: So, are you you collect?
4: I have some. I have some, but my wife also has like Sailor Moon uh, figures that she's collected, uh, in different like figurines and posters and stuff. Yeah.
0: Now is your collection wrestling? Yeah. Just wrestling, or you do the metal or the horror? Uh, I
4: have a Kiss collection of dolls. I have all four. Uh, of a set that, like, when you put them all together, it makes this really cool stage thing.
0: Oh, the Uh, the Scarlet one?
4: Yeah, I think it's that one. And then I have um, another, I have a Jean doll. It's, like, one of the 12-inch dolls from back in the day. I recently went to the Gene Simmons Museum in Vegas uh, about two months, uh, maybe a month ago. I can't remember last time. It was was, uh, 4th of July. Yeah, so a month ago. Uh, I just saw the Gene Simmons Kiss museum at one of the uh, hotel or uh, casinos. It was amazing. It was so cool. They let me put on some uh, some of the Gene Simmons boots. It was so cool. They won't let you stand on them because they're just you'll fall over. But <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you can put them on and like lay your legs on the table and take photos. It's cool.
2: So last one from me. What were your thoughts? You mentioned that you like Jeff Jarrett's slap nuts from late '99. What were your thoughts on the Kiss demon?
4: Uh, I love, I have a special place in my heart for the Kiss Demon, I'll be honest, but very lackluster as far as a wrestler goes. (laughs) (laughs) Let
2: me, follow up, do you remember who the Kiss Demon originally was and and obviously who it became?
4: Uh, wasn't it the fake, these, the Undertaker?
2: No. Close. Close. They were in the same stable in WWF.
4: Um, uh, the, oh, uh, the Biker Gang. Yeah, right. they were,
2: and the leader of the biker gang was the Was the first ever demon?
4: Oh, okay, yeah. Crush
2: Brian Adams. Was and it? Was they, it Crush? Yeah, it was Crush. Yes. Yeah, okay, it's Crush. And then, uh, and then they switched to Dale Torborg.
4: Yeah, the guy who's doing it now, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's still doing it now? Like yeah. everywhere. Right? <laughs> he just returned to Impact after yeah. twenty years. Impact. I think maybe even MLW. I think too. I I don't even know. Hey.
4: I'll work the Kiss Demon, hell yeah! Anything. Dude,
2: that sign me I, up for
4: that. Either let me let me work him or let me tag with tag with him. That me yeah. and the Kiss Demon versus I, I really want to work Enzo Amore and Kyle Hessler needs to make that happen. Oh, I'd like
0: to see that. I think that'd yeah. be a good match. Yeah,
4: me and uh, D, the Kiss Demon versus uh, Big Kaz <laughs> and Enzo. That's uh, what hey, I hey, that's gonna put some butts in the seats right there. Kyle, so you better be listening. <laughs> I know I'm an hour late, but you better be listening. <laughs> hey,
0: better late than never.
4: Dude, hey, it, I'm just, it's a blast, I'm just, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, uh, I got to get my car fixed. But other than that, I'm just yeah. glad I made it.
0: Well, if you want to help, help out Izzy James, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, backslash Unholy diver 27 he can get his car fixed, or he can get his, his Razor Rambler 16 electric bike. And That is only
4: $630, people. And you, you get an awesome
0: t-shirt. You get to support Izzy James.
4: I'll send you a shirt. I'll send you. I'll send you a care package. I'll send you a shirt, a photo, stickers. Uh, I have guitar picks. I have buttons. I have yeah. I have merchandise. So send me that. So send some money to my my PayPal at bookisaiahjames <laughs> at gmail yeah,
0: You've got to help out the gutter snake people. Let's go. Yeah. Do it.
1: So I wanted to ask one one question if I could and I was just recently kind of boning up on on you and and your skills in the ring and really kind of did a deep dive and your your offense right is something that I really really came to love and it reminded me and this is going to be it's it probably a reach to a lot of people but early Diamond Dallas Page where it oh, is Oh thank you where his offense always kind of kept you guessing, but it always came back together. Now while watching this, I, I wrote down, I was taking notes, watching you It's, it's, you're always keeping me guessing, but it's so smooth, right? So oh, it's, wow. it's, you. it's, you know I mean, it's, it's, it's a disconnected kind of a smooth offense. And I absolutely, absolutely love it. Uh, that style. How did you, like what built you up to that style? Is that just, you just throwing shit out there and it's just, it's flowing together. Like I loved it. So I, I, I just, I, that was the one question I was like, man, I, I gotta ask him about this.
4: I, I think you're kind of right on the latter part. It's I threw shit to the wall and hopefully it stuck. And, um, I was able to train with, uh, or do a seminar with Mike Quackenbush, the guy that runs Chikara <laughs> and, and all that. And, uh, very, very knowledgeable guy. Um, and he, he kind of drilled it into me uh if you're trying something new try it five different times in front in front of five different audiences and if it works then you have something that's pretty pretty good if it doesn't then you know to throw that crap out but um it's one part that two parts of seeing what everyone else is doing and wanting to do something completely different and making sure that my moveset is unique to my uh, style and, and how I do things, and um, I know that when I go to a seminar, my three best things that I do, no one else is doing them because two of them I made up myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I love it, man! Like just like I said, going through watching watching matches that I could find of you posted and just watched like it just it really gripped me I was going yes this I want to see more of you after you know you're taking that deep dive and that's not something that you really you can say for everybody out there on the scene right now yeah it man, was such I, a I unique really unique that. smooth style I I, I I I fell in love with it man
4: thank you I really
2: appreciate that thank you beauty look at that we just had a moment
0: I enjoyed that's that here. that's why that's why Kevin Rogue is here sitting yeah. in because Tony's not doing deep dives right? Kevin Rogue was just sitting in for third mic. we might have just taken Kevin's uh, Tony's spot. <laughs>
4: Tony spot. My looking out. have. Ooh. That's a great uh, question.
0: Is, you, got to, you had an opportunity to do uh, AEW Dark Elevation uh, with Chandler and Cameron Cole. Uh, what was that whole experience like for you? Because I know you said you did Impact, uh, and I know you did some WWE extra work, too. Um, what was the AEW experience like for you?
4: So, like you said, I've done Impact. I've done... I've, been on wwe and there's nothing like working for wwe it's a major production but uh working for aew is the closest thing i would say it, it is right up there as far as being uh a well-oiled machine well put together um i got to work with billy gunn and his kids and Art anderson's son and it was really cool to to one, I've, I've shared the locker room with Billy Gunn before, and I've done a seminar with him before, and so he remembered me uh, from those times uh, and, and trusted me and, and knew that working with me and working with Chandler and working with Cam, we were all solid because at least two of us come from Booker School, uh, and Chandler is obviously just, you know, his work speaks for, himself, for, uh, speaks for itself. So um, working with Billy, you know, you'd only have what, five minutes of maybe getting some TV time. And he was, (laughs) he was nice enough to let me chop him a few times. (laughs) So thank you, Billy. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, that's my one match on AEW. And then I got thrown through a paper screen, um, by Keith Lee as, uh, when I was playing Ricky Starks as barber. So that was my other claim to fame, I guess, uh, on (laughs) AEW. But, uh, yeah, it's no, it's fun. I, I love I love being in AEW. I uh, I reach out to them every now and then to hopefully do it again sometime. Now
0: hopefully. you mentioned you mentioned Chandler, and obviously we're here talking Pale Pro Wrestling September third. That's right. In a perfect world, he gets by Mysterious Q. You get by Khan. You have your sights set on the Pale Pro Championship.
4: Uh, You know, gold is always in my sights. Uh, I'm a hungry, hungry individual, and I would definitely love to put that Pele Pro gold around my waist. I've got belts hanging in my closet. I've got more room to put them on. i got more hangers, and I need more gold. So, Pele Pro, if you can make that happen, me versus Chandler Hopkins, that's money. The gutter snake versus the young gun. I don't see anything better.
0: I don't think so either, and – for those who can't attend, I know, and I have to find it. God damn it, Matt. Uh, Izzy, I am sorry. I am a little hungover. <laughs> I had a big barbecue yesterday. I am not yeah. I am not a young man like I used to be, so uh, I am definitely feeling the effects of this. Uh, for those who can't be uh, down in Arlington, Texas, on September 3rd, uh, you can get the show on the Wrestling Network uh, title match. Uh, yep, yep, Network.com. Yep. What can they expect when Izzy James, the gutter snake, gets in there with Khan Texas bull rope match?
4: You're going to get Lone Star strong style, 100%. You're going to get a real fight. You're not going to get a bunch of flips. You're not going to get a bunch of this and that and, and flipping all over the place. Sorry, that's for Fuego. He can do all that. What you're going to get when Khan and Izzy James face to face, it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm guaranteeing that because I'm going to make sure that Khan – the king of the jungle pays for everything he said and done and is gonna do. He won't forget the bite the gutter snake leaves on his skin. Ooh. Ooh. Love it. I felt, I
2: felt that. I love it. I
0: love it. Um your girlfriend tells you to bite her. Where are you biting her?
4: Jeez. <laughs> that's a different <laughs> that, that's a different interview, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just, I just—I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't do the biting, so I don't know.
4: That's a different interview. That's a different yeah. interview. Do, <laughs> do, do, you, do you let Matt
1: pay you three ninety nine a minute to listen? <laughs> yes, behind the paywall. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> Izzy Come James is pockets.
4: on only is on only sins. <laughs> ah. well done, sir.
0: I have to ask. I always ask. I ask all the wrestlers. Uh, um, it doesn't have to be necessarily in the ring, but I always ask. When was the last time you shit your pants?
2: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it, dude, wasn't ring. Do this. <laughs> it wasn't the was ring.
0: Now look, I'm I'm just gonna let you know is the the greatest shit your pants story is Ethan Page. He told it on the podcast. He was a door to door salesman and he shit his pants and he clogged up the lady's house. You don't have to beat it, but I'm just letting you know where the bar is set.
4: Okay, I don't think I can beat that one, but it was. Uh... Two WrestleMania weekends ago, so twenty twenty one, and uh, it was in it was in uh, Florida, I think Tampa. Yep. Um, I was wrestling a Fatal Four Way against Fuego del Sol, Myron Reed, and I forget the other person. I Max really Heitz. Max Heights, yes, and it may have been a six man. I can't remember. No, it was a four way. Um, you were right. It was a four way. Okay, uh, so yeah, Max Heights. Uh, anyways, in the ending of the match, I'm pinning, I believe it's Myron Reed. And Fuego Del Sol decides to swanton on top of me and break up the pin, which does happen and also hurts a lot. And I farted when it happened. I won't deny that. And at least I thought it was a fart. (laughs) (laughs) I get to the back and I am changing in front of everybody. And just the most embarrassing thing you can think of is... (laughs) Yeah, it, 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 that's yeah. why yeah. brought
1: the swanton and I, you dropped I, the bomb.
4: I, that's he I, brought he brought the, the swanton. I dropped that bomb, and uh, yeah, I had to make a, a beeline for the restroom to finish changing. But it was that was the last time that that ever happened, and it's the only time I've ever told that story. So you're welcome.
0: <laughs> I mean, we, 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 it's a different animal here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. See, I was going to ask, like, what do you do in that situation? I think it's even worse if you didn't know.
4: I right? didn't. And luckily, it was the ending of the match. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the ring with a gentleman who, uh, he was a larger gentleman. And it was the sunset flip where he doesn't go down and he jumps to sit on me. And I moved, right? And when I moved, thank goodness I moved because everything came out of him. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I take a guess on who this gentleman was? <laughs> He hit and went squish and splish at the same time. <laughs> it wasn't
2: our, it wasn't our yeah. dear good close personal friend ba, was it?
4: No, no, it wasn't okay. Fala ba. uh It was, uh, I won't say his name. No, that's sort. fine. Yeah, yeah. but um, he was one of my original trainers. Uh, he was wearing yellow tights <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> so Dude, you can imagine oh. the visual, I'm sure.
0: I got an – what's the – so, look, you always hear, like, you know, someone gets hurt and they finish. Like, what's the protocol for that? How do you – do you just go home right there? There's fucking shit in the ring. What do you do? I'll be like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh,
4: For me, that's a go home at the moment type thing. Like, (laughs) Especially if if they're going and and, – I think there was a video of a guy throwing up all over the ring, like, that was circling the internet like a month or so ago. And that stuff, I was like, yep, nope, I'm out. Yeah, the show must not go on when that is happening. That needs to be cleaned up ASAP. Biohazard. That's right. Nine thousand.
0: Keep you keep your handshake and your hot dog. I'm out. Peace. Yeah,
4: you can keep your handshake, your hot dog. Give me my one fifty. Give me my two hundred. Give me my three. (laughs) Whatever it is we 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 worked upon, you got to give me that. You got to give me that cash, and you got to give it to me now. (laughs) Boom.
0: Well, Izzy, this has been an absolute pleasure. Again, Izzy James underscore PW on Twitter and Instagram. Get a t-shirt, ProWrestlingTees.com backslash UnholyDiver27. Book Isaiah James is the PayPal. Uh,
4: Yeah, book Isaiah James uh, at gmail.com for my PayPal. So if you uh, guys get that, rad scooter.
0: Yeah, you got a couple extra shekels. You want to support Mr. James? Of course, a t-shirt is a great way to go that route. But you can also PayPal him a couple ducats, uh, help him get his car fixed, or get that Razor Rambler. And, of course, buy a ticket September 3rd, uh, Covenant at the Grace Pro... Crepatoria, oh my god Uh, The Grace Prep Academy uh, 3300 Interstate 20 West Arlington, Texas uh, Stack Show, Izzy James and Khan The Bull Rope Match, Chandler Hopkins Defends the Pele Pro Championship Against Mysterious Q, Fuego Del Sol uh, Marco Stunt, Alex Kane, Mike Bennett And more will all be in attendance And of course I mentioned it before um, WrestleRave uh, this Saturday Against Stephen uh, Wolf So if you're in the uh, DFW area definitely check out uh, some Izzy James. And again, titlematchnetwork.com is the website. If you can't be in Texas, uh, it's a monthly uh, streaming service. It's a great way to see more Izzy James. Um, Izzy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Anything you want to leave the fans with before we let you go?
4: Man, you did all about plug-in for me. Just follow me on the Instagram, on Twitter, uh, Izzy James underscore PW. I don't have a Facebook. Screw Facebook. Uh, but you can follow me there. You can also go onto my YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the YouTube, see more matches, uh, not just on title match, but on my YouTube as well. You can see my promos that I push out um, a whole nine yards. Follow all those. Go to one of my pro wrestling tees and buy a shirt. I got like six designs, plenty of stuff you can buy. And the
0: YouTube is Izzy James. I just subscribed.
4: Yeah.
2: So did I.
0: Izzy, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. Good luck on September 3rd, uh, and we look forward to uh, possibly having... We'd love to have you back on in the future. Talk please, about please
4: have all. me on, and hopefully by then my car will be fixed and there will be no problems. <laughs> There's no awesome. problem. We're easy.
0: There's no problems at all. We appreciate maybe I'll have the moped
4: time. by then. <laughs> yes,
0: and maybe more pants-shitting stories.
4: Yes. No. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. hopefully no, 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 no. no. If you uh, look, would you... Would you would you take one more pants shitting if it meant you got to be the Palais pro champion?
4: Uh, maybe. No no, it maybe like maybe it. It could be a shark. There there are some stipulations here. And like, <laughs> it
0: doesn't have to be in the ring. You could be like at the target, you could be like in the mosh pit, whatever.
4: I'd rather do it at Target.
0: Right. It's easier it to get to the to bathroom. Be yeah, it happened to me once at a Target and I just threw my oh. underwear out and they were like, Why don't you buy some more underwear? And I'm like, it
4: happened to me you. at Target once too that I was three, so oh, I was <laughs> It was
0: also ironically enough, after a, a night of drinking many Jack and Coca-Cola's.
4: when you were three?
0: No, no, not when I was three. Story Oh check just that. the
4: time. Okay, I get it.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Making stories. I shit my pants quite off. Not all right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's you have to give context there's a reason why i ask every single guest when was the last time they shit their pants because i have shit my pants in the past and it's you know something we talk about on the show
4: it's true how you get to know a guy
0: <laughs> i have no secrets there, go. there you go do
4: you, do you shake uh, is your hand is your hand shaking strong do you shit well
0: Yes, yes. I'm good. I just have to get it. The last time I shit my pants, Izzy, literally, literally inches from the bowl, inches. I was in front of the toilet bowl. I'm a fucking professional. You could be a professional wrestler. I'm a professional
4: pants shitter. (laughs) I actually have a story that matches that. (laughs) (laughs) Save
2: it for next time.
0: No, I'm not It happens.
2: People shit their pants in front
0: of me. I was table.
4: in football, middle school. I had <laughs> diarrhea, and I didn't make it all the way. Fourth and long? Fourth and – oh, my God. Fourth oh. and not so, not so, <laughs> not not so long. long. <laughs> That's what we uh, call the
2: quarterback sneak.
4: It's oh, an absolute pleasure. I tried, tried to sneak fast. my underwear out, yeah. Oh, please.
2: <laughs> throw
0: it out. Throw it in the garbage.
4: Yes, or the poor All right, brother. There. Yeah. Anyways, Easy. thank you guys.
0: Me. Thank you so much. We had a blast. We'll talk again, and we'll have you back in the future.
4: Awesome. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you, very much. Time, have fun. Thank Later. you. Brother.
1: Good times. You know, I really love when it derails to sh- to, to pan shitting. That's <laughs> that's just. I mean, there's 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 a certain love there.
2: So here's here's the thing. It usually like. Resolves itself on its own volition, like after one question or two questions. Matt, (laughs) like Matt had Matt was like the and this I mean this with all due respect. This was like the diarrhea of shit pantsing, like shit your pants questions, like topics. It went just kept going and never stopped.
1: (laughs) No, and Matt asked that Matt asked that pretty much every every guest. And part of me thinks that it's because he wants to tell his pants shitting story. I think that's that's part of it.
2: I feel like there's, I feel like he keeps it as like a badge of honor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Hey, did you do this? I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look, people have expectations, right? So a, I have to ask the question and B I'm not trying to throw them under the bus and embarrass them. It's just something I have to ask. Um, And look again, Kevin Rogue coming in with hot great question. Great fucking great question, right? I'll Kevin, Elifo, shining wizards, Kevin, coming in with great questions, right? But man, we don't do a normal interview here. And I think that's fun for the guests and us. Where I did agree. you train? How long have you been in wrestling? That's fucking boring, guys. I'm sorry. Nobody yeah. wants to hear that. Not you guys. I'm not saying sorry yeah. to you. but the listener. Like, let's tell me about the time you shit your pants. Tell me how you feel about the misfits. Let's find out more about Izzy James. I don't give a shit that you went. I mean, I don't want to sound rude, but like great, you trained at Booker T, and that's great. But like, you probably get asked that a million yeah, times. We didn't bring
2: that up once, which I thought was great. And like, I my most enjoyable part about this was the whole Misfits Kiss stuff because like, I'm not a, I'm not a metal guy. Like, I, I enjoy certain things. I'm not a Kiss Mark. Like, I didn't know. I literally yesterday I was I found out that Danzig was in the Misfits. Like,
1: that that blows me away. I, it shocks me that, that did, you found that out yesterday.
2: I'll, it's weird because I knew about the Misfits, but it wasn't until like, this doesn't sound terrible. It wasn't until like WCW till like I knew what they looked like. Wow. Like, And it wasn't even, I guess, it wasn't even the real guys, I guess. It wasn't even the real band, right? Jerry yeah, Only was, was there. Jerry Only. Jerry Only, yeah.
0: And I think Michael Graves was there too.
2: Yeah, but Jerry yeah. Only actually wrestled. Yes, yeah, a bunch. So I He's, loved it. Hey,
0: what whatever, whatever works, man.
2: No, nah, it was good, man. That was a good time. I enjoyed it. Right? If, if
0: wrestling introduced you to the Misfits, that's not a terrible thing.
2: Yeah, at all. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you one song that they ever sang, but or they ever did. But I'd still, I have a more profound appreciation for what they did for the culture than than ever before, because there wasn't a lot of people like them. No,
0: no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Well, look, I know I'm sure you guys got to take a piss. You got to get a soda pop, a beer, whatever you need to do. So let's take a break. I'm going to do the Patreon plugs and uh, whatever. So, uh, Kevin, I know you, uh, excuse me, handsome Kevin, I know you
1: were worried about if you had to go pee pee. That's exactly how I put it, too. I said, Matt, what if I have to go pee pee? What do I do? Let me tell you, dude, (laughs) as much as you want,
0: I, I, work the food truck. We do a farmer's market and there's yeah. a, there's always somebody that plays music and one time a dude was like excuse me, can you tell me where the pee-pee room is? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck dude, what is, look, the- Kevin got up, dude what is going on in his basement?
1: You, you, <laughs> you said take to pee-pee you mean you have to take a tinkle? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, bro,
0: what's over here? Don't talk to me and don't go near those kids over there, you fucking ghoul. All right. I got to go take a piss. All right, go take a piss. I'm going to get these Patreon plugs out of the way. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, you're enjoying the guests, you're enjoying, uh, of course, third Mike, Kevin Rogue. So I'm going to put Kevin Rogue over. I know he's still there. I can see him, but he's going to get up and take a, a leak. At Year of Pod is uh, one of Kevin's podcasts. Uh, he's doing WCW 1996 right now. It's a great listen, great, um, uh, great commentary, uh, funny, funny stuff. Uh, so please check out Kevin Rogue at your pod JJ Rogue means on the Twitter machine. And he also does a podcast um, too old for this shit. It's like a wrestling figure podcast T uh, O T S pod on the Twitter machine. So follow him uh, in all his ventures. He does great stuff. He's also an independent uh, wrestler out there in Minnesota uh, doing stuff. Obviously, you heard that. Uh, When you listen to the beginning of the show. Uh, So if you enjoy the podcast and I am rambling because I am a maniac today, uh, you can check us out over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the shining wizard wrestling podcast. Uh, $1 a month gets you a mention every week on this podcast. $3 a month gets you uh, our bonus content. Uh, And then $5 a month. We will plug your social media, $10 a month. You are entered into the monthly raffle to be a part of the show. You get to pick a Wizards Rewind and sit in and do it with us. You get to be a part of an interview. If there's a guest you want to uh, sit in and be a part of their interview, uh, you can be a um, participant And Can You Beat That? If you choose. Every month, we will pick a winner, $10 and above, and that person gets to decide the fate of the Wizards. Uh, so in September, Ryan Sullivan will be doing either a watch-along, no, yes a wizards rewind or sitting in on an interview so uh we're still putting together the um the list of guests for september so soon we'll find out what ryan sullivan's feat is uh at this time we're going to thank those that support us on the wizards podcast kathy Hummer, the queen of the shining wizards Manny kratso the king of the shining wizards uh danny russinello at not danny russ on the twitter machine anthony russinello Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Kate, the great Hensler, who will be challenging uh, Christian Rocco September 12th for the Can You Beat That Championship at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter machine. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG at who dat Matt 81. Uh, he's a Saints fan. So if you hate the Saints, be sure to tweet at him. Uh, Matt Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, uh, Mark Parloni, uh, Jake Cop, Big Cop Pump. Thomas cops, the Mott Spock uh, at high five Tom on the Twitter machine, marking out uh, ring of honor revelry podcast. Uh, Tom is doing great stuff over there. So check it out. Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, the true Prince of pro uh, Braden Bergen at and fuego 30, our number one fan from Iowa. Uh, Brendan Haney, you know him from the, can you beat that challenge a couple weeks ago? Ryan Schlong, Ryan Sullivan, I just mentioned him at the Mark Order Podcast. Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock, directly after Dynamite. Be sure to tune in. Uh, Ryan, Kate, Anthony, and sometimes myself. We do a great job. Uh, Asian Joe, David Henry Bauer the pal antonio Horseman makes experimental music at harvestman records 856.bandcamp.com backslash music. Mike Peterson at L O L Mike Peterson on the Twitter machine. Rob Humphrey, I dunk biscuits. The Daily Smart, thedailysmart.com, at the Daily Smart on the Twitter machine to help you find the latest wrestling news along with up to the minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Uh, tonight's third, Mike Kevin Rogue at Year of Pod, at JJ Rogue Means, at T O T S Pod. He is a man who wears many caps. Definitely check out the Year of Pod. They're doing WCW 96 again. I'll put him over until i'm blue in the face it is great commentary it is funny uh they do a great job him and um duke Uh, and then the too old for this shit podcast is like a wrestling figure podcast uh they do an excellent job i got my package i'm gonna bring uh let's bring the boys back in for this so we can talk about this i got my package the other day in the mail because I asked you uh, why you were such a chicken shit. Can you beat that champion? <laughs> and, uh, you guys decided to uh, send me a little package, and I was very happy with it. I got a nice uh, GameStop exclusive Razor Moan Funko Pop, and I awesome. got uh, Stroke Bret Hart from uh, from like the last WrestleMania he was in. Dude, it's not
2: a great figure. Kevin's making a face over there. All right, so, Kevin, it's no secret that you and me have, when it comes to can you beat that, a little mm-hmm. bit of a strenuous relationship.
1: My is that a fair thing? Well, I would say that the yeah, uh, you definitely tax the relationship when it comes to can you beat that? Not no. from me, man. I I feel great about myself, but I, <laughs> yeah, I think that you definitely you you put a little stress on the on the relationship. So you and me
2: go back and forth constantly, yeah. jabs here and there. Matt calls you a piece of shit once, and he gets a care package. Yeah. All right.
0: I. Uh, I, I, he, I
2: I just want to know where we are. That's all. I was
0: it, look. I was
2: participating. They put something out on the Twitter machine. Oh, it was a con- okay. I didn't know that. That's fair.
1: So, so what it was is we we just sent it out there. We were doing. Uh, I, I think it was our one year anniversary episode, and we just said, "Hey, you you want to ask us a question? We just like to take an episode just to interact with people, essentially." And Matt Matt threw the question at me. Asked me why I was such a coward, chicken shit champion and you get prize. Uh, and Al the the co-host of the show absolutely loved that because Al loves he he loves kicking me in the sack. So as soon as we got right, we picked 3 and and Matt was definitely one of the one of the top ones. We we had a good a good laugh all over it.
2: All right, so he earned it. I think I retract. Absolutely. I retract. Yeah. yeah,
0: so it was all all in good fun. So I appreciate that. So TOTS pod is the other uh show that Kevin's doing and of course, last but not least uh at W. Mercier Jr., Mr. William Mercier Jr. Uh,
2: lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean?
0: Kevin, I know what you mean. And look, just I just want to clarify something. Okay. Because we, we had a little conversation before you we went to break. So I always reach out to the guests as soon as we're done. Izzy James, thank you guys. That was by far one of the most fun interviews. Boom! Dude, ring the bell. But my wife also had a point today because I was reaching out to uh, a bunch of people that came to the barbecue. Right. So I was like, you have a good time. Thank you
2: for coming. Whatever. Um, and I didn't get everybody. So, Kevin, I didn't slight you. You know, you know what? I'm glad that you brought that up because I wanted to I meant to text you about how much fun I had yesterday. It yeah, was I, did, I didn't get to everybody. It's yeah. been
0: a, a slog of a day. Yeah, but my wife know. said, well, no one would tell you they had a bad time. I would. I, that's why I said. I said, I hope someone looks like up. I would too. I yeah. know how to uh, adjust it for next time.
2: But if I had a bad time, it would have nothing to do with you, probably. Like it would probably, it would probably be some like, weird, awkward situation that I created on my own.
1: Unless you shit your pants.
2: Yeah. Came close.
0: Yeah. yeah. And look, I don't have this perfect try. I've been known to have a couple too many drinks and I could become a fucking prick. So, but I wasn't yesterday. I was, it was a marathon. I paced myself.
2: You were good. It was a, everyone was good. It was great. Except for Kate. Kate came late.
0: At least she came.
2: Kate 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 the late. Kate. Oh God. What? Nothing. I thought okay, nothing. nothing. that was no, that
1: was way too easy of a softball, Matt. Nobody's hit nobody's hitting that one out of the park,
2: man. Yeah. Talk
1: about low hanging fruit. Man. I I thought that was on purpose. It wasn't. Okay.
0: It wasn't. At least she showed up.
2: Yeah, it was good. Good to see her. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, so
0: uh, we'll see.
2: Can you beat that,
0: right? So, like, Izzy James could have said, like, that was terrible, but he didn't. But would he have?
2: I mean, what does he have to lose? Like, why, if he was if if he felt it wasn't great, then he would have said, uh, you probably would have said something, but I would, I
0: would appreciate that.
2: Yeah, you know what? Listen, we're not in here to for, for flowers every day, man. If you don't like the show, like, tell us what we could do better. Feedback is king, man. Let us know.
1: I could say that I, as far as Izzy James and his work goes, man, I had such a good time just kind of deep diving and 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 watching his stuff. It it really, really entertaining work. I like say I I am I am a fan for life of of his. His just really appreciate what he does in the ring. I might
2: I might I might uh, follow your lead and and deep dive on him. But like Matt said, Matt was busy all weekend. I was busy all weekend, so I wanted and I will watch because a guy like that cool. And with that, with that good of a look and that, and that like persona and to take his time, even though he was late, which is whatever shit happens, everything happens. Um, the fact that he still came on and we, we spent god half hour, 40 minutes with him. Like yeah. that was, I got, I got, I got time for that guy all day.
1: Yeah. One of the things I really love too, is that he's got very, he's got subtle moves in the ring. And like the facials and everything. like, just, he really, he's, he's, I'm, I'm a fan, man. I re- I really enjoyed everything that I watched of, of his. There was nothing that I watched where I went, ah, right. I've had enough. Right, like right. I, the more I watched, the more I wanted to watch. You,
2: you so. know, what's so tough about doing this it, and there's really nothing tough about it. I mean, it's, it's way more tougher for Matt and Tony than it is for me, but having guests every week, you want to follow up with everybody and you want to like mm-hmm. be like best friends with like everyone that, has been on the show and it's just impossible to do yeah. because you have a guest every week and one's from Texas, one's in California, one's in New York, one's in Florida, one's in Ohio, one's yeah. in freaking Miko Maestro land. <laughs> like, like you, like you want to like follow up with all these guys and like be friends with them, like to like forever because they did us a favor by coming on our show. Yeah. Like, and of course we're doing them a favor by, even if it's, 200, 300, 400, 1,000, 10,000, whatever. We're introducing someone that might not... Texas, New Jersey, big difference. So we're introducing maybe people from Jersey and Austria to someone who wrestles in Texas. And I think that's just so awesome. And it's something that I really do take pride in every freaking day, that we're doing at least something to try to get this promotion, this person's name out there to people that may not know it.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that, I mean, I... Right now I'm a perfect example of that. I'm in Minnesota which is far, as far north as you can get away from Texas and uh, while I was familiar with the name I didn't I never took the deep dive but be, being able to connect to take the deep dive and uh, it, yeah. very great. I mean and, it's wonderful.
2: And I'll never put on a front like I know everything about this guy. If I don't know, like if this is the first time I'm seeing your face, this is the first time that I'm meeting you, I'm not going to pretend like I right. know what you like what you've done and where you've been. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy to learn. Yeah, I'm, ha- yep. I'm happy to learn about like what you've done and what your career has, has been and what it's meant to you. And now everyone that's listening is learning along with me, I think, it, which I think is I think there's a, a subtle charm to that where Matt may have done some research. You did some research. Me, I'm going in blind with this guy. And I'm, I'm going to be like, tell, like, for those who don't know about your beef with Khan, tell us. Yeah. Yep. So great, great time, Matt. Great pull.
0: Well, thanks thanks to Kyle and uh and the crew over there at Pele Pro. Uh their champion Chandler Hopkins joins us next week. So that should be a fun
1: listen. And he's is he not Chandler Hopkins is injured, is he not? He went down with an injury. Did he? Yeah. Arm collarbone, something like that. Because he was supposed to work uh at first wrestling here in Minnesota over the weekend. And I'm pretty sure that he had to pull out due to injury.
2: Oh, that's mm-hmm. not good. Happened to me yeah. a couple times.
0: I have not, I have not heard otherwise yet. So we'll, I guess we'll find out next week.
2: Beauty, I'm excited, man. Uh, now, what you got for us, baby?
0: You guys, uh you guys quaked at the lake.
2: <laughs> I did quaked at the lake. Quaked at the beach.
1: Oh man, quiver of the liver.
2: <laughs> Story of my life.
0: mm Hmm. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to go through every single match, but as a, as a whole, as a whole, uh, what
2: did you guys think of the Wednesday night quake at the lake? Can 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 I go
0: can for
1: I, it. That's can... all, This is all you because my memory sucks. And so, were you one... were you at the show? No, no, I I wasn't. I wanted to go, but this this week was just. It was a it was one of those busy weeks with with everything else. But uh, knew a lot of people that went. Um, a surprising amount of empty seats. Uh, They did a great job of covering that up, Uh, but I don't know what the actual attendance ended up being, but I was surprised because they usually do really well when they come here. The one thing that just bugged the the hell out of me about this was the big buildup. Tony keeps on doing this. Don't miss this one. It's going to be huge. It's going to. You know I, mean? I forget the exact quote that he used going into this one, but he was like, "You know, this is one that you're never going to. You know, you never forgive yourself if you miss it." Uh, and quite honestly, i I could have missed it and been just just fine. Uh, it wasn't a bad show at all. It, it wasn't a bad show. I I still it drives me nuts that they do pay per view caliber matches on TV. That still drives that just drives me absolutely nuts. But it wasn't a it wasn't a show that I would have regretted missing. And like I said, that's not to say it was a bad show because I don't think it was a bad show. It just wasn't a, you know, don't miss this. This is going to be, a, you know, a light. You're going to hate yourself for missing this kind of a show. I don't feel like if I missed it, I would have been missing an awful lot. But isn't that his job? Yeah. It, isn't that exactly what Dixie Carter did all the fucking time? Yeah. Not. But- not every show can be a show you can't miss. And I understand right. like that's what he wants the concept to be, but when you throw that shit out there, it's gotta there's gotta be something special about that show. And there was nothing that jumped out at me of being overly special about about the show on Wednesday. You don't
0: think a pay-per-view quality match is
1: something special? Okay, yes, yes, a pay-per-view quality match is something special, but because they do it so frequently on TV, it takes away from it.
2: I feel like in and going back to Dixie Carter, nine times out of ten, Tony Khan delivers. Whereas maybe maybe not nine, maybe like eight or seven out of ten times, Tony Khan delivers what he promises. Where even though he says like every week I have a big announcement, this and that. Dixie Carter, I don't remember her her shows delivering what what Tony Khan's do. And so I think there's a little bit of of, of, a, of, a, of a volume difference between the, between the two. I think Tony Khan delivers more times than he doesn't. And I think Jericho and Ambrose is, oh, I'm sorry, Moxley, is a perfect, perfect main event for this type of show. And I thought I could do without blood. I can always do without the blood because that's, like, every week, every single time. I don't remember if there was necessarily blood in this match. I'm assuming there was. But, um. But I have no issue whatsoever with Jericho. First of all, Jericho winning the, the match to get there. And then, Jer- cause like, you're like, you're it's to quote the, the stupid cliche, weekly episodic television, Jericho main eventing with Dean Ambrose on one show is not going to hurt you. Like, it's not going to ruin. It's not going to ruin my night, especially cause Jericho. I, I know what he can do at 50. I know what Moxley can do at his age. And I know what the entire
1: roster can do. So like, So, but they opened up with the. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry.
0: Who's got the Who's got the fucking crickets?
1: That's me. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, I'm in a basement. Sorry about that. (laughs) I have
0: my window open too, but I know I can't hear it. I was just. uh... It could
2: be both of us, but I definitely have them. I
0: wanted to acknowledge it so people aren't listening, and they're like, "I hear fucking crickets." (laughs) Why does nobody say so? You're good. It's good. Yeah.
1: I I was I was, was going to ask with them opening with the coffin match and that being such just a uh, I mean that was a bloody bloody battle and yeah. then closing with with Moxley and Jericho right doesn't that like it the middle the middle the meat to the sandwich loses a little bit of loses a, a little bit of spice right don't you want to don't you want to move, like those are both pay-per-view matches I right? we can all agree those two are both pay-per-view matches and the coffin match went a little bit more over the top than i suspected they were going to so doesn't that like the middle part of it you're losing so much there in in the middle everything else is being kind of overshadowed by by your opener and your main
2: if if we're talking about like a WWE show where they have pay-per-views every month i would 100% agree with you but the fact that AEW doesn't have pay per views every single month, I feel like it's okay to give somebody, give us a main event, a pay per view main event match type situation, or even two of them on a free TV show. So, like, and then, you know, on, you know, we'll get, and maybe next week we'll get like freaking, uh, and this is no disrespect to any of these guys, but they're just not, ta- like maybe we'll get like a, a swerve versus, you know, Dax Harwood main event next week. You know what I mean? So like, I have no problem with them because the fact that their pay-per-views are so few and far between that if I'm getting pay-per-view caliber main events on the TV show, it it, it doesn't really affect me the way that it 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 seems to like, affect is a strong word, but you know what I mean? Like it, how you feel about it. Right. Right. So, so, Matt, what? How do you feel about that?
0: I mean, it's such a weird. I think we all grew up in a, in a I think what we grew up watching definitely affects
2: the way we look at this. Um, because we, but we, we were, we are old enough to, to live through both eras. We're old I, enough to live through the squash match TV show and the Nitro. Give us a main event. Every give us a pay-per-view main event every week. And also raw. Once, once they picked up, give us a pay-per-view main event every week.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't be, I'm not mad at it because th- this is what I, this is what i i like i like good wrestling right Right. um i get both sides of the coin um but i'm not going to be upset about a banger of a show of a two-hour show you know i get it like look there's always going to be something that gets lost in the in the shuffle you know if if it's just like any any wrestling show you go to. If the fucking opener's a banger, like you're not remembering the match after that. You're probably not remembering the women's match. There's always if something insane happens. Like I'm sure you know. You I can't tell you one thing that happened to GCW, but I know fucking Dick Nick Gage came back, and it's
2: it's career versus title him and Moxley. You know, like who Matt speaking of GCW. I'm gonna go off on a tangent right now. Who um who effed up uh, uh my boy. And uh, they're, they're uh, it was it was Alley Catch and Nick Gage. So they, they uh, took out uh, uh, Van Ness and uh, Ambroski?
0: They did. They stopped the wedding. They interrupted the wedding. They smeared cake. Pile drives through the cake.
2: Copy that. Sons of bitches. Got some uh, words for Nick Gage? <laughs> I, I've talked shit about Nick Gage. I don't never stop okay I would just I would just want to give you the platform I wasn't looking for you right, to listen if he if, if he's if he's listening to this and not robbing a bank then have have a great time damn I've said, Listen, I've said that before oh, I like it. I like your balls bro oh i got I, <laughs> I got no time for Nick gage I got your back Nah, I mean i, I really would t- be terrified if I saw him
0: yeah we'll actually,
2: Matt, I know you don't like when I talk about the stuff but when I when I did like the major the one of the the first major pot of jimmy seafood oh and he attacked him and he attacked and I was he like threw me over a freaking table Mama <laughs> <laughs> It was bad that is bears
0: now Ke- uh handsome Kevin Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since you're I'm okay
2: with this now for some reason <laughs>
0: So, uh, so you've, you, you're, uh, you support the show. We've seen you in the chat. <laughs> uh, we know Tony hates, uh, he doesn't Guess. Tony definitely hates guests, but he's not the biggest fan of AEW. Now this show I thought was awesome. I love the coffin match, the tag match with Roosh and yeah. Uh, Andrade against the Lucha brothers. I thought was a banger. Um, the main event was great. We furthered our storyline with Luchasaurus and Christian Yeah, the backstage, uh, the uh, uh... boy. Uh, the weird stuff with Miro and Julie Hart—that I don't get. I don't, I don't, I don't like Miro. Well, they're not all going to be home runs, right? Um, the lethal sure. Wardlow thing is still a thing, um, dude.
2: I love that giant. The giant.
0: I uh, love that giant Sumar, guy. Sumar uh,
2: Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. I'm a big. I think out of all of the. I don't know if I said this last week or not, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself. Out of all like the comparisons, great Khalid, giant Gonzalez, Omas, I think he has the most potential
1: what what leads you to that?
2: I just because dude, he does a cross body like and he does a cross body and like he actually has like timing and he actually and he's actually wearing like gear where Omas is wearing like a tank top and freaking jeans
1: giant like, Gonzalez oh, wore gear what's that giant gonzalez wore gear
2: yeah furry, furry, shitty stupid bodysuit man gear hey
1: he also he had some sweet shit that he wore in wcws el gigante no
2: that was even worse than the giant (laughs) gonzalez no fucking way it it was was, dude it was it was a glitter shirt it was a glitter shirt from night at the roxbury and spandex that's
0: better than fucking fake fur dude airbrushed fucking abs worse you would so okay Worse, so you would rather wear a fur bodysuit than a okay. glittery t-shirt and spandex if
2: I was an eight foot tall, menacing giant, yes, as opposed to a Night at the roxbury freaking glitter shirt and biker shorts. Yes, really dude. No, if I
0: win picks, I'm making you wear the fucking fursuit.
2: How are you gonna get a fursuit?
0: I'll fucking custom order one, bro. Oh
1: yeah, you can you can get them.
2: If I right. no, no, all right, I'll, I'll, pitch the, that, I'll pitch in, in on that. He lost the fur after a while, and it was just straight spandex with airbrushed everything.
0: Yeah, but everybody remembers the fur. Goddamn, figures got the fur on it,
2: right? Boots with the fur.
0: You would rather wear the the fur
2: that because that he was giant Gonzalez. La Gante literally just wore like. Like what, what, like, what are you doing, man? Like
0: Yeah, but he could have just wore, like, a fucking singlet, like, and he would have been fine. I don't know the fur. Why the fur? All right, no fur. All right,
1: sans fur. Still with all the airbrush bullshit, though. It wasn't just the fur. It was the entire suit, man. The thing was fucked.
2: All right, so if you could rebook Giant Gonzalez's gear, would you have him show up as El Gigante's gear? In El Gigante's gear? No, you wouldn't. I can answer that question for both of you. You freaking wouldn't.
1: No bullshit. You can't answer that for me. Goddamn right, I can. I just did. Hundred percent. I would have him, and if I, if those were my options, yes, and he, I'm picking the LG and he's a bad guy? Gear. Yeah.
2: Matt, are you are you googling El Gigante's gear?
1: Look, I'm looking at
0: many El Gigante pictures. <laughs> uh, I see one of him in the Stinger. He's got like a very Night at the Roxbury, uh, tank top on. It's pink. Yes. To go with the sting, the sting is also rocking the pink and black. So. That's good, and he's got the um, he's got the biker shorts with the red uh, knee pads that go are very long.
2: Yeah, terrible.
0: What was your question? I'm sorry, I was looking at El
2: Gigante pictures. I think it was about El Gigante, so I think we covered it. I don't All know. Right. Oh, I don't dude, know what yeah, I this, with the sting, dude. That's that's what I'm talking about. Now he he clearly he took it off when he wrestled. Yes, but that is what I'm talking about, man. Give me John Gonzalez over that electrolyte. Gatorade, hey, Gator. no way. dude. I'll take it, man. I
0: don't know, man. The furry suit with the fu- he's even got the fucking happy trail from his crotch on the. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yes, he does. It's it's fucking like creepy, dude. Don't threaten Nelly with a good time. So sorry. So what, Matt? If you had your perfect, we're talking about Giant Gonzalez wardrobe changes. What, <laughs> what would you? What would you book, Giant? If you had Giant Gonzalez in your mind, and it was him. What would you have him wear, Matt?
0: I, I have no idea. Can, not the furry bodysuit. Something no. else. That's, that was the
2: best possible solution.
0: Was it? You couldn't have just put him in fucking, like, long pants? Just called it a day?
2: No. It, it has to be. It has to, like, try to strike fear in people's minds.
0: What? Andre wore a fucking singlet. That wasn't scary enough. He was Andre's right. Andre. Huge. This guy's a big guy. Just put him in long fucking. Nobody pants. knows who this guy is. Uh, nobody still knows who he is.
1: <laughs> was. I, I see what you're. I see what you're saying, Kevin, with the trying to strike fear in the hearts of people. But when you have a guy that size, you're not doing him any favors trying to make him look that's more fair. menacing in that bullshit. Because that was, I mean, his size alone that yeah, should be good. enough to carry him as being a monster heel. That's a great point. So, To put him in the fucking, the fur and the airbrushed muscles all over it, it was, it's bad. It's just, it's bad. What if it was a skeleton?
2: I would have been okay with that. it was El Skeletor. (laughs) El Skeletor.
0: (laughs) Like those fun, like, skeleton pajamas you had as a kid? Yeah, like them bones, them bones. (laughs) If he fell out of the fucking karate kids, I would have been okay with that. So, I'm thinking
2: maybe if you put him in like a giant. All right. So, hey, what about this? You remember the Yeti? Of course. So I'm sure I'm sure, Kevin, I'm sure you do as well. What about All right. So, how did you feel about when he went from the mummy, which was What's what right, here's the first question? Giant Gonzalez or Yeti? What what was worse?
1: Oh boy. Toilet paper Yeti or Ninja Yeti? Well,
2: that's what I was... that was my next question. Okay. So, first is toilet paper and Giant Gonzalez. Uh, what's,
0: what, I'd say toilet paper
2: Yeti. Yeah,
0: how do you have a match with fucking toilet paper everywhere?
2: Well, he never yeah. actually had a match with it on. I don't think.
1: Yeah, I don't ever remember him competing with he the toilet paper. Had, he
2: just did the the hug of doom, and then he was a ninja on World War Three. Yeah, then he was Reese. Yes. Yeah. So what, to Kevin? To you, because we have very differing opinions on on this. So what? What? What's worse? <laughs> Toilet paper, Yeti, or Giant oh, Gonzalez?
1: boy, that's 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 like saying, you know, do you want to get kicked in the nuts by a golf shoe? Or do you want to get hit in the nuts with a golf club? I, I don't. I pro. I take. I take. Yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. I take Giant Gonzalez there over go. the over the toilet paper, but you're. It's fucking like okay, but toilet paper, man. Let toilet fo- paper. Let me follow up though, because he was a mummy.
2: So, what else are you going to do for a mummy other than toilet paper? Like, what are you
1: going to do? Just not make him a mummy. All right. (laughs) Point taken. Why is he a ninja fucking mummy yeti? Like, what? You know what you could have done? You could have made him the blizzard. (laughs) (laughs) No, we already had glacier.
2: (laughs) Can't have a blizzard
0: and a glacier on the same roster. The yeti was before the the glacier, right? He was.
2: Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And Um,
0: it ties into the the beginning of the show
2: so would you <laughs> if you are so would you have giant gonzalez come out and then yeti ninja would that be better than would that be better than the giant gonzalez yes itself? would the, would the yes. yeti ninja be better than the giant gonzalez yes Ah, oh, totally disagree i agree
0: if he if 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 el gigante rocked the ninja outfit i mean he'd be a
2: big ninja. actually i'm actually kind of i'm kind of having second thoughts about that myself actually Cause I'm lo- the ninja outfit's pretty sweet. And it's, and it's like big, it's a giant scorpion from Mortal Kombat, essentially. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what? If if Giant Gonzalez showed up in the scorpion outfit, I don't think he could fill it out like the Yeti, like Ron Reese did. He he look like a skinny scorpion, though. I mean,
0: scorpions That's aren't funny. known to being like giant. They're not. Like, <laughs> well, not- Get over here. <laughs> I mean, that's the Scorpion. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about like Arizona. Yeah, but he was like a diesel brick shit house. He was just a fucking dude as a go over here.
2: Yeah, you're right. He wasn't that. He wasn't that jacked, actually. John Gonzalez.
0: He didn't have fucking airbrushed abs like John
2: Gonzalez. Ne- well, John Gonzalez wasn't even that jacked for being. Giant. You just like kind of think that he was because he had the airbrushed abs. Yeah.
0: Like I wouldn't if they just made John Gonzalez a basketball player like he was. Like I wouldn't be mad about that. It would have made sense sassafras like if he he was if his character was like bill lambeer like he came out and he was just a fucking nasty asshole basketball player i would have been like all right cool it makes sense he's from like another country he doesn't understand the rules he's fucking doing chop blocks he's being like a (laughs) dick he's fucking
2: pushing referees around i would have bought that on what planet have you ever seen a basketball player named giant gonzalez you could have called him fucking giant fucking jim magic magic kareem abdul gonzalez
1: I was going to say, what fucking basketball players out there throwing chop blocks?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: that yeah. was where I went.
2: <laughs> I mean, come on,
0: fucking a wrestling plumber? When was the last time a plumber came to the and fucking, <laughs> fucking hit you in the back of the head with a fucking uh, an elbow?
2: Took a dump in the pool.
0: <laughs> yeah, eating fucking Baby Ruth Snickers, whatever.
2: Baby Ruth is a very underrated candy bar. Very underrated.
1: Now what is Singh gonna wrestle in? That's what I that's what I want to know I
2: like he he actually has the pants. He has the long trunks, the long tights.
0: Like okay. like uh, Kali.
2: Okay. No, his are actual his are actual tights. Uh, uh, Kali's were like baggy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, like tear
2: well, tear away pants for. Like I'm a I'm,
1: hoping, I'm hoping I'm they take a turn and put him in a fursuit.
2: Yeah, I mean I mean you and me from your lips to God's ears, my man. Yeah.
0: Really, that's you would him. accept another furry a giant furry man?
2: Yes. I need it. <laughs> I need he needs it? I need. I need, gi- I need a giant. For a, I need a giant furry man suit in pro wrestling. I think I can edit that. Oh, um, you know who? You know who? You know who did that? But it wasn't giant. It was the opposite.
0: Hornswoggle.
2: Nope. Close.
0: Dink. Wow. I don't know. You don't get that. There's not a lot of. Well, tiny- I'm, there's two of you. I'm giving him a chance too.
1: Well, I don't know where the fuck you're going with it. Who El wore Tori- f- El Torito? Oh, I love El Torito. El Torito had the furry, but he had the whole thing, man. He right, had the fucking sorry. mask. He had everything. the horns, everything, and right. he didn't have airbrushed fucking abs no, on he, him. Yeah, I think he, I
2: think it was airbrushed. El Torito, WWE,
1: or no, no, his his gear was actually legit gear. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, there were some airbrushed abs on there. there no, no, no.
1: They were padding. It was padding. Look at it.
0: Uh, I'm looking at El Torito in a white outfit, and it looks like those are airbrushed abs.
2: Yeah. E- abs. Those are airbrushed. He got airbrushed abs on this son, bitch. Dude, you, did you just turn into, like, Kate? <laughs> Who? You with the abs. The abs. No. Sounds like. Dude, all, he's got abs and a little tail. <laughs> Look
0: at his little tail.
1: <laughs> I fucking loved El Torito. Dude,
2: go back, Kevin, if you haven't watched it. That WLC match between him and Hornswoggle? Probably one of the best matches of all time. I put it up there with Steamboat Savage. That's right. Oh,
1: I'm I'm thinking of the, not the most recent El Torito. The one before the minis, 97-ish.
2: This was the only El Torito. You're thinking of Masquerita Sagrada, probably. Maybe. Might be the same guy, for all I know. Who was also? No, he was not Dink. Uh, Tiger Jackson was Dink. Let's
0: see, Masquerade no. Sagrada kind of looked like a Power Ranger.
2: Yeah, is that
0: you thinking about, Handsome Kevin?
1: I'm. I'm. Could have swore it was El Torito, man, with the minis. He feuded with Max Mini.
2: No, this we're talking like ruth beyond ruthless aggression. era. El Torito. He managed the uh, the Matadors, who look. Yeah, like no, N- I remember that. Who looked like Ninja Turtles.
4: That's
0: right. oh, you think, you're thinking of the guy who's ro- rolling around with Mini Vader and Mini Mankind? Yeah, yeah. I think that's Mascarita Sagrada.
2: There may—I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna completely dismiss what he said about there po- possibly being another El Torito, Mini Luchador, in with the same kind of character. But El Torito is El. There's only one El Torito.
1: I'm, I'm, fuck, man, this is gonna drive me nuts. Because was a Canadian Stampede?
2: No, what?
1: Canadian Stampede was that the one where he performed? I'm trying. I'm, I'm just trying to remember because now I'm making no, sure I'm not just, losing just my fucking El head.
2: El Hornswoggle and
0: no, but he's looking for 97.
1: Yes.
2: Well, 97 was. Oh, Pantera was well, he was a regular luchador. He wasn't a mini. It was not uh Canadian
1: Stampede.
2: It was not. There could have been a bull. I wouldn't be shocked if there was another bull. Oh, it was, there was a bull. But it wasn't what was, like he. No way! It was as elaborate as El Torito. But again, we're going back ninety-seven to two thousand, and you know, nine or ten or whatever it was.
0: Uh, Max Mini El Torito was at
2: Ground Zero in your house. There it is. Beautiful. Prove me wrong, my man. I loved it. There El-
0: it El is. El Torito was Mini Vader. Mini Vader, yeah. So he was a big
1: boy. I had to see a picture of this guy. He wasn't as big as uh, was it Batallion?
2: Dude, you remember like. You ever see like like the minis and like wondering like how this guy's a mini when he's like almost like five foot like three? Some,
1: some of the big yeah the bigger minis yeah. yeah.
2: yeah but I guess it was just like a legit like technical height limit. Yeah. yeah. Let's see, El Torito no,
1: Yeah, that original El Torito man. That, that he he had conviction in his character too. I loved him.
3: All right, I stand so
0: corrected. Is, is his Mexican name was S. Spectrito. Oh, he right. apparently is
1: dead. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, wow. All right. And now, is there airbrushed abs on that son of a bitch?
2: No, he, he, the picture I see, he has like a, wait, this guy looks a lot skinnier than Mini Vader.
0: I mean, Mini Vader wasn't huge.
2: No, he was a fat boy. A fat boy. All right. All right. i mean i i, I mean I'll, I'll i'll lose this one i have no problem with that and Mascavita Sagrada took off his mask on WWE what <laughs> the unmasked mini Mi, uh mini max versus El torito 725 1999
1: there's no mask on this dude oh what i don't remember that he looks like he looks like george Lopez <laughs> Do you have to say mini George Lopez? Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, no, you know he looks like he looks like, he looks like Ponch from uh chips.
0: Oh, nice. Da, 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 da.
2: I, I can't I, I have to drink more because I don't want to remember any of this.
0: We started at Quake by the Lake. Quake at the lake, Yeah, that's that's up. where
2: it
1: was. Yeah.
0: This is
2: fantastic. What? I can't unsee this.
1: The, <laughs> you don't want to, man. You don't want to.
2: They took his mask off. <laughs>
1: it's like your fucking world is crumbling around uh, dude, you.
2: It was Matt. You 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 remember this story? We tell it a lot. Seeing Jushin Thunder Liger without his mask on. Oh,
0: it's heartbreaking
2: in oh. person. That's what this was. That's what this was right here for me. Masquerade sagrada no mask. He looks like he's fifty. He looks like he should be riding a motorcycle. Police, freaking. Ah, oh. I mean, he probably was fifty. Yeah, he could have been. A very good athlete, by the way. Throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> he listen. He was like he was ahead of his time, man.
1: I think it's remarkable that Singh, one of the biggest bastards out there, took us to El Torito. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's the roller coaster. That that's,
0: uh, that's what we do here. And, and <laughs> handsome Kevin is a perfect, perfect,
2: you know, Tony might be out, Kev. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I thought I was gonna be the first to go, but it might be Tony.
1: <sighs> I love Tony. I could never do that to him. No.
2: Well, maybe, maybe you just stop by more. There let you me, go. Let me ask you this. Uh, handsome Kevin.
1: Yes, yeah, sir.
2: What's
0: up? Let's say you had won the picks, right? And you had, to yeah. pick, you had to pick a punishment for me and Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Again, uh, I, I harp on this because it's super fucking annoying. I uh, yeah. have expressed my displeasure with uh, t Donk. 600th episode. That's a pretty big milestone. It's a big milestone. Uh, would you
1: decide
0: it would be a great time to roast, uh, roast you?
1: No. And see, that's the thing that's confusing me because it's a punishment for you two. Yeah. And it brings in everybody else, which the 600 episode should. It should bring you know, guests from 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 the past. You know, yeah. uh, an all star cast really is what you should do, you know what should be happening for your 600. Yeah. Uh, so to take and punish you two for the 600, I wouldn't do that. But I'm sure he has his reasoning.
2: I'm with you, and I feel like we. I mean, it's it's tough. And Matt, I think you you'll probably agree with this. Like having like the the murderer's row of like past guests like 600 500 400 300 anniversary shows we've kind of done that now if we could have landed like a like a major player like a
1: big guest
2: the, the row's
0: Whoa, wait crazy.
1: now wait now you're not gonna shit on big old possum like that
0: oh he doesn't know bro
1: oh no wait what <laughs>
2: I don't know anything. <laughs> but it, I, you know what? It doesn't matter because I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna remember it. <laughs> but it should
0: this why? is like <laughs> what Tony booked fucking Nico Maestro and Nico Maestro put it all over the internet before it was surprised. Wasted the good surprise on you.
2: <laughs> like to commemorate a great. Great 600 episodes, bro. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and we have to deal with freaking Tony bag of (laughs) douchebags.
1: No, was the was the was the punishment always gonna land on the 600 episode, no matter what? No, no, oh, it's just what he, he, no, he took took forever to decide one. Gotcha, gotcha,
2: which I don't hate because I hate doing the punishment gimmick myself so. Mm Because I'm a, I'm a weirdo and a, and a loser and a wussy, and I won't do what they decide most of the time. So, right, right. And then, I, lost.
0: A, I mean, this is a whole conversation for another day. But I don't think you really have a say. Like you lost, you have to just own up, man. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I agree. I agree. That fucking yeah. fursuit, we're getting it made.
1: I would say I'd put, I'd put uh, well, Kevin. I'm not gonna lose ever, so we're good. I'd put Kevin in a fursuit and I'd make him eat a crave case through the entire episode. A whole crave case through the entire episode. You
2: don't, you don't know my history with White Castle.
1: All right, double up two crave cases.
2: There's one literally three, three blocks away from me. I might get shot when I'm down there, but, <laughs> but For I'll a get crave there.
1: case? The fuck out kind of neighborhood you live in.
2: The border is tough, man. <laughs> yeah. Border Matt knows the border is tough. Oh,
0: I know. Yeah. Matt, you
2: want to um you want to go into the to the little game ski?
0: Oh, do I have the music though?
2: Hold on. You don't have
0: to. I, I do. You know, you know what time it is? Do you want to talk? Do you want, okay. Do you want to talk Emergence first, real quick? Sure. Tell me about Impact's Emergence.
2: It was awesome. Uh, three three count for Emergence was Bandito, Ray, Horace, Hogan. Watch it. Three count for, uh, I think my second favorite match was Jordan Grace, Mia Yim. Incredible match. Jordan Grace retained uh, the Impact uh, Knockouts Championship. And I think the other um, incredible match that it, it's a must. Say. We'll keep it quick. The must the must see out of this out of uh, George, uh, Jordan Grace and Mia Yim, uh, Bandito, and um, and uh, Rey Hogan is X Division. X X Division is X Division. It was great. It is what it is. Jack Evans is awesome. Speedball Mike Bailey is awesome. We get it. The the uh the the five on five honor no more, and um and bullet club was a bloodbath, and so was Steve Macklin and uh Sammy Callahan, which happened in segments because they never actually got in the ring, they just kept fighting all over the place. And then Moose got involved, and it was awesome. I think I think the show was awesome. I, I it's nine out of ten for me, so uh, I'd watch that. Uh, we have new NXT, new uh, NXT Impact. Knockouts Tag Team Champions Deanna Parazu and uh, Chelsea Green defeated uh, that's uh, the horrible storyline of Jessica Rosemary and Ty Valkyrie, um, who I love all individually, but that storyline is brutal, Matt. Brutal, brutal. So, um, yeah, all, awesome show. I would recommend it to anyone. Josh Alexander beat Alex Shelley in a banger. Obviously, retained the, the championship. Chris Sabin and Kushida. Versus uh, Diener and uh, Eric Young was also top-to-bottom great show, which leads me to the top five. All right. Handsome Kevin, Shining Wizards Matt. This top five is TNA Impact-centric. Because I watched Emergence, I thought – I had, a, I had one planned, but Tony's not here, and I feel like he needs to be here for this top five, uh, so I replaced it. So this is going to be my top five impact wrestling slash TNA knockouts. Top five TNA slash impact knockouts. I feel like this will be easy, but I feel like the order is what's gonna, is what I'm going for here. So uh, I compiled a whole lot of stats, did a whole lot of work, so I'm hoping that you'll get this and uh, I'll let whoever wants to take the first guess take the first guess
1: so i'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out because i I was super impressed with her when when she first was on uh, tNA, which was was Madison Rain. I thought she was fantastic
2: Ring that bell, Matthew for our good friend uh Kevin Rogue. Kevin Rogue, Madison Rain comes in at number three with a total of five knockouts championship reigns, lengths of 84, 27, 188, four, and 101 days, totaling a whopping 404 days as Impact Knockouts uh, world champion. She comes in at number three, very solid outing. And I think the more that the time goes by, her her and also tag team reigns, knockout tag team championship reigns of 141 days with the beautiful people, 125 days with I believe Gail Kim, and then with the influence with uh, uh, Emma was uh, so with a total of 372 days, Madison Reign number three on your impact knockout top five.
0: Okay, so there's the obvious ones, but I'm going to throw one out there because I think
2: uh, I think I think she belongs there. Uh, Diana Parazu. Matt, ring yourself a bell, buddy. I think Deanna Parazzo has been the most, no pun intended, impactful impactful uh, knockout in, for, the, for the company in years. And she has two reigns, lengths of 98 and 343 days, totaling 441 days. She's your current Impact Wrestling Knockouts Tag Team Champion, along with Chelsea Green. She is number two, Matt. Deanna Parrazzu... It, with the with the history of of TNA and Impact, I think she's worthy of the number two spot.
1: I think that it's it's obvious your your list doesn't hold water unless Awesome Kong is on it.
2: No, she's not on it.
1: No fucking way. Thought
2: about it. Thought about no it, but fucking when fucking way. But when you hear, listen, she had it. She played a great role. She served a, an amazing purpose. She was the most unique character in the history of. Of wrestling, I think, just about. You could put that on. That could be a top five for another day. There will never be another one of her. Um, But she did not make the list. And I think you'll understand just based on the importance of Impact Wrestling uh, of this list and who's on it. Matt. Uh Can I get a Gail Kim? Matt, ring that bell like six times. Because Gail Kim is number one. Six championship title reigns, uh, totaling uh, 479 days. uh, Tag titles, knockouts tag champs, uh, totaling 125 days with the aforementioned Madison Reign. Gail Kim set the bar for Impact uh, Women's Wrestling and and TNA Wrestling. And she was, I think, the first female inducting into the Impact Hall of Fame. I could be wrong. It could be uh, Karen Angle. I don't think it was. But uh, so Gail Kim, number one. The
1: the best. Kev. Kevin Rogue is he's yeah. I'm just I'm just fucking shocked over here.
2: You got a top five list a, a, oh, a, man, then, the, the numbers played a big part in it, but it didn't play the only part, which I had to shuffle the order around a lot because the okay. numbers didn't necessarily
1: Right. And now I'm trying to reach into your mind and figure out where the fuck you're coming up with, with these these top five. Uh I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there and go Mickey James. Ring the bell, Matthew. Mickey James You put fucking Mickey James on the list and not awesome. Oh boy.
2: Four world championship reigns, lengths, 102 days, 17 days, 112 days, and 133 days, totaling a whopping 374 days consistently in her career as Impact TNA knockouts champion she's number five so she was on the border and listen I looked at it all I looked at I looked at awesome Kong I look, but just didn't add up all
0: right so we're missing number four
2: missing number four and that's it that's right can I get an uh Angelina love that you can get an Angelina love at number four, Angelina Love five t- championship reigns: sixty-seven days, twenty-eight days, thirteen days, two days, sixty-two days, for a total of one hundred and seventy-two days. Tag champion for ninety-four days with the Beautiful People. Uh, when you think Impact Women's Wrestling, I, you can't not go with Beautiful People. Obviously, along with Awesome Kong, Velvet Sky was. You can't. What do you mean? They would. I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen to what you. What you can't do. I'll, I'll listen to what, where I'm wrong here.
1: No, I just say you 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 can't think of women's wrestling and impact without thinking of Awesome Kong. You're absolutely right. You're
2: No, you can, but Angelina Love held the held a championship for 172 days and was the tag champ for 94 days. And the beautiful people were synonymous with the heyday of TNA and Impact. So for along with championship reigns and just solidifying your place and, and your and what you kind of when you identify with TNA, you thought of when you thought of women's wrestling, you thought of the beautiful people, you thought of uh, Angelina Love, multiple sure. runs.
1: I, uh, man, it's your list. So, I, I man, mean, I can't, right. it, it's your, it's your fucking list. But when I think women's wrestling in, in TNA impact, always straight to Awesome Kong. She was unique. She was a reason to watch the women's, the women's division and impact, man. No
2: I, that, but I, she just, she just, when, when you put all the, the factors together to compile the list the way that i did she just didn't listen she was right there listen I her and velvet sky were like literally like right there and you have to consider like tara uh victoria but it just it just didn't
1: didn't make it for me and that's all i can that's all i got to say about that <laughs> now matt awesome kong's in your top five right
0: uh, I won't lie. Uh, I was out of wrestling at this point, so I don't really... I don't... Oh,
1: I fuck me in the ass with a big rubber dick. What the fuck? <laughs> How in the world? Doug- Listen, I was all okay. in on Impact. I watched every episode, bro. Like, I
2: was all in on Impact. Awesome um, Kong. All right. she And she, she was only the champion twice. Very respectable reigns, right? 178 days, 169 days. Very good. But when you total, you know six from angelina love or five from you know mickey james or four or whatever the number was it just like it didn't listen it's it's, there's only five people that can make the list
1: yeah i hear you i hear you man it's your list that's right
2: odb is another one that could have been on there
1: odb is incredible she's got a food truck in minnesota
2: yeah serve
1: what's that what does she serve uh barbecue
2: nice it burned down actually, like it caught on fire and literally got destroyed. And then she had to get another one.
1: Yeah, she's she's been running hard all summer. now yeah.
2: I'm a big ODB fan.
1: Yeah. Is any good? I I haven't been able to have it yet.
0: Huh. I don't know if you like order and then like you pay, you know, give her a good tip and she like hits the titties.
1: She does. That. I've seen I've seen videos of people because she hits all the she hits all the towns in, in Minnesota with her food truck, and I've seen videos of her having just a great time with it. I bet
0: it's foot trucks. A good time.
1: Yeah. Listen, I would, if it was a top six, Awesome
2: Kong would have been six.
0: But it's not. It's top five. It's that's Kevin's right. top five, Hansel Kevin. That's why you could disagree. But at the end of the day, this is. Yeah, that's,
2: it's, it's his. It. That's right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. What do you take, gotta, out. You gotta, do gotta, you take <sighs> out of that list? Hmm.
1: And you get, remember, you guessed
2: a few of them. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I know. Um, I think right now, and you'll, take- you'll, you'll pro- oh, you guess who I'm taking out of the list. I'm taking out Mickey James. So I wouldn't take Mickey James out because I think she does too much for the women's roster as a whole. So I think that she, like she, she accounts for more with the helping them along with what they're doing in the ring, that type of thing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't take her out, uh, kind of based on that. I. I
0: well, while you're, I would, while you're pontificating, uh, handsome Kevin. Matthew Birch said, "Awesome Kong, impact on the industry is more important than any of these other knockouts among
2: uh, amount of title reigns." In my opinion. All right, on the industry, not on impact, not on TNA. No, that's that's
0: yeah, but she didn't but that's where she made her biggest impact was in impact.
2: No, which well, she was also karma in <laughs> oh, WWE.
0: Fuck you can't tell me yeah. you, she had one match is karma.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure. That that she Michael did made a Michael
2: hole from the Royal Rumble.
1: Oh shit, that's right. That was it, right?
2: Oh, she had she had more matches. Brown
0: baby, brown baby. I
1: think I think it it come down to uh Diana or Angelina, quite honestly, I don't know which one, but but I could I could definitely put Awesome Kong in one of their places.
2: Awesome Awesome Kong's impact was awesome. Ah, <laughs> 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 didn't, didn't even mean to do that. But I think the people that I have on this list were much more important to the Impact brand and the TNA brand than than what Awesome Kong did. Just me. Just me. Now let, let me. And they had more. It and, and they spent more time there than she did. So, and this, so they won more championships, and they they had longer reigns. And that was it.
1: Yeah, I just man, if you're if you're flipping through the channels, and you're you're even a casual wrestling fan, and you see a women's matchup, and you have, you know, Gail uh, Kim and Angelina Love, substitute sub either one of those, and put Awesome Kong in the ring. You're gonna. You might stay there either way, but Awesome Kong being in the ring grabs your attention differently, and that's and that's why you you stay there with that match. No, no argument there, but that's not that's not what
2: this was about. That's not what this was about. This was the the people that were the the best, and Awesome Kong is again not taking anything away from her. I'm I was a huge fan of hers, but to me, like these five. And I listen. I this was like mad. This was probably like the like the the top five that I've worked at, probably the hardest to do because I wanted to to have uh you know Tara was in my head, uh ODB was in my head, Awesome Kong was in my head, and you know w- then you have people like Winter and you have you know Jordan Grace who's incredible right now uh, is, is going crazy, and you want to not forget the modern and Tasha Steel. Like, you don't want to. Just discount the modern era of impact, but I I, I just Aja, uh, Aja Kong, awesome Kong just didn't make the uh just didn't make the cut Kutsky,
1: yeah Jordan Grace is another just phenomenal talent.
2: That yeah that her match with Mia Yim was like like I said my second favorite match on the show from
1: from yeah. emergence. Yeah, she's she's incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, she's gotten herself into some little controversy, but I don't even care about that. I don't even know what that is. No, I had, I had no idea. Yeah, something happened. Something weird thing happened with her. She commented on something that maybe was out of her element, out of her lane, and people got all over her for it. And then she started like a GoFundMe for something, something weird like that. Huh? Weird. Yeah, I Yeah, I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. Yeah. It's uh Chris Benoit thing. Oh, that's right. When he shit on, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, oh, she's better than any. Oh, she was better than Benoit Guerrero. Um, she said that she was better than Benoit and Guerrero. No, she said, uh, we we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh,
0: someone asked if they she thought if if uh she thought that today's wrestlers could hang with Chris Benoit, and she said no. And then she made a shot like he wouldn't even be able to rem- remember the matches.
2: Oh, I mean, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, like
0: that, I remember uh, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So whatever.
0: Uh anything else you fellas want to talk about before we pull this train to the station?
1: I'm good, ski. Boy, nothing nothing jumps, nothing jumps out of out at me.
0: I mean, we're we're fast approaching the three hour mark. We've covered a lot tonight. Uh a special thanks to to Mr. Kevin Rogue at Year of Pod at JJ Rogue Means at T O T S Pod. Uh Man wears many hats, and it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you sit in with us tonight, um. Kevin.
1: Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you.
0: Please. This fun. is a beautiful friendship that was, uh, that came together with the uh, down the aisle special that we ran just on YouTube. And uh, you fit right in with us. You're uh, a savage degenerate wrestling fan. Just like the rest of us. So you're perfect fit. And we, can you beat that champion? So this is a, a great, a great time tonight.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had an absolute blast. Really appreciate you guys you know, reaching out and thinking of me to step in. It was, I uh, had a great time.
0: Well, it's always nice to bring in a a, a different an outside voice, different views.
1: Um, and this is one of the few times that I've been on with you guys that nobody has jumped out and hated me. So it's kind of worked out this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, like Tony says, two out of the three wizards always enjoy having me around. So it worked out tonight, huh? Give it time. I, I have yeah. a few more. I have a few more drinks to, to down. <laughs> I'm ready, Kevin. <laughs>
0: uh uh handsome kevin where are you guys in the year of pod uh are we are we getting the starcade yet
1: we uh yeah we just we hit starcade 96 so that'll wrap up uh this run of episodes and we're uh we'll do a we'll do a recap episode Our, our new episode came out today uh we covered starcade 96 we'll do a recap episode and then we'll do a preview episode of our next run of episodes um, we'll, we'll announce what year we're tackling next. And, uh, the next, the next year that we're tackling might be the absolute most entertaining dog shit year of wrestling in the history of the wrestling industry. So oh, it's going right. to be fun. Yeah.
2: Drop it. Listen, people drop breaking news on our show all the time. Oh, you, you want,
1: you, you want, the, want you to, want this, the year. you want to know the year. That's can, can, can you, can you guess what it could yeah, possibly be?
2: Shit wrestling. I'm going to say 95.
1: Oh fuck no. 95 is beautiful.
2: Okay, I wasn't. All right. God,
1: Everybody really goes mean. to that time period, man. Everybody goes back to like 94, 95. Go back. It's I mean it's not all great, but it's not horrible.
2: It's, it can't be. If it's 89, I'll freaking lose my shit. It's not 89. Is it 89? I, I'm a
1: classic wrestling fan, Kevin. It's not 89. Okay.
2: Matt, do you have a guess? Is it ninety two? No, (laughs) no.
0: Is it uh, is it WCW two thousand?
1: We're doing uh, WCW from uh, was it Starcade? Is it ninety nine? All the way through because there's only three pay per views past their final Starcade, so we're doing that Starcade all the way to the finish.
2: What like greed, right? I mean, that was a
0: question.
1: Oh yeah, like, yeah Greed yeah. was the show. Greed, oh, okay. sin, and they, they, yeah. they fucked that company so hard. It, it, the entire last, it's gonna be, it's gonna be glorious, man. I have never been so excited to watch so much horse shit in my life. <laughs>
2: Some who's telling me that it's makes-
1: fucking disgusting I, I i watched some of the uh like the thunders and nitros for the the, the years that we're covering like the raw spectacles i was watching uh nitro the night from the night after that star kid and it's it's the most miserable shit you can ever watch and people are like oh wcw should have never gone up no bullshit with what they were putting out wcw needed to go out of business they had to put that down it was miserable and i i can't tell you how excited i am yeah. to start to, to it's start funny covering it. Like,
2: when we had cpa on he was like saying that that was like part like one of his favorite years in wrestling like the end of wcw it was, like it was like he was like saying like there was some good stuff
1: there no there's not <laughs> i mean it's comic. it's comically bad so I'll you know, like I'll give it that. But they're not trying to be comically bad. Like I watched the fucking varsity club and I forget who the hell they were fighting and I go to the fucking varsity club in in two thousand. It,
2: it was them against if I'm if I'm reading what you're saying correctly, it was them against like
1: what's it Revolution? Nah, it was it was on a nitro, man. I forget who who it was. Oh,
2: H- Hacksaw Jim Duggan had to have been involved, right? No, no, no. Because uh, they turn on him, they, Hacksaw brings him in as as brings them in as backup, and then they turn heel
1: immediately. I forget, I forget what was. They're wearing full like denim, like black denim almost suits.
2: Creative control.
1: No, no, no. It was denim. It was like biker looking shit. One was uh, uh one was a Japanese wrestler, and I don't remember the name. It's bad, man. It's it it's, it's all bad. <laughs> they fucked. They like they they fucked everybody. Now 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 it's gonna bother me. Who the fuck was it? Hacks where on Jim that... Duggan waving a Canadian flag. Get the fuck out of here! Wow, like that. Wow. Like it was. It, it's, it's 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 all just miserable. And like I say, I, that's where we're heading next. It's gonna be, it's gonna be wild. We have a we have a particular way of covering events that uh...
0: if you have it. So it's not year of pot is the handle, but it's under jaded wrestling. Uh, if you're searching yep. on, like, Spotify. Yep, yep. Um, and that's where your pod is. That's where Too Old for the Shit is. Yep. Uh, it's, look, I don't even listen to the podcasts on the network. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm a fucking shill like Tony. I won't listen to all the dog shit that's on our network. Um, But, man, Kevin's podcast, Year of Pod, and the Apron Bump podcast, and the Mark Warder podcast, I guess, is on our. it's on our network. Like, if I'm going to listen to a, a wrestling podcast that's not a Conrad vehicle, like, Kevin is in the in in the queue and uh um apron bump uh Kyle there he's in the queue and the Mark Order podcast because I, I usually miss those shows. That's what I'm listening to. Like he's fucking right in our wheel. If you're listening to this and you like our humor and our commentary, like Kevin, I'm putting you over. And I, I don't know if this is awkward or not for you. Nah, man. I... <laughs> it's a great show, man. More people should be listening to it. You guys have a good time. It's fun. You don't take it too fucking seriously. You and Duke do a great job, and and the dynamic is there. It's it's good. So I suggest you listen to it.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I I really do appreciate that very much. I mean, when we when we started, very by very first episode, I messaged you, and I said, you know, any. Any advice for an old guy just firing up the podcast because we just we enjoy talking wrestling and, and the advice that you gave me, we still hold. So uh, it, it means a lot to be, you uh, like I say to to be in the rotation, man. It's it's uh, it's, it's it's awesome. I appreciate it very much.
0: Well, we appreciate your support and you, we appreciate your time tonight. I know it's not easy for people to cut out a couple hours to sit down and talk. Uh, talk some wrestling. With us
1: I told you anytime you got a spot for me, man, I'm here for you.
0: All right, Tony. You, Tony's just going to work behind the scenes now. That's right. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a great time tonight. Uh, I don't know if I have the, the uh, outro music here. Oh, but did Tony leave it in here for me? Let's see.
2: Maybe. Let's see.
0: Intro, intro, farting around. No, uh,
2: <laughs> not here. Farting around the world. I have
0: commercial breaks. Like this one. <laughs> Don't think I have the the going home music, which is fine. Whatever. As I was say, is it just
1: just? <laughs> oh,
0: that is <answer's> just <laughs> yeah. I did not realize that that was the, the outro music. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck else would be in there being farting around? <laughs> no, there's like it ha- I, there's like generic fucking like. Uh, Oh, Jesus. It was generic, like, <laughs> what you can play. <laughs> <laughs> it said, like, outro, it just says, farting around. <laughs> well, this has been an excellent episode of the Shining Wizards Podcast, episode 598. If you enjoy what you're listening to, follow Kevin Rogue, follow Izzy James, follow Kevin Garifo on the Twitter machine, follow at Wizards Podcast on the Twitter social media. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to all things Shining Wizard so you never miss a moment of this. Chandler Hopkins next week to join the show. And then the uh, infamous roast of Tony, uh week from now on episode 600. Until uh, so then, enjoy the rest of your night, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. I got nothing else to ask. But...
2: Fart, 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 fart. We're out of here.
3: Purpose. this <laughs>